Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, April 27, 2022, and this is episode number 469. I like. Okay, welcome to the program. Welcome to the show. Sorry for the delay. <sighs> Scrambling to get it going, and uh, psh, I had to pee. And I looked up, and I was like, okay, I can get all this going. I'm good. Uh, minute 30 left. I was like, I got to pee and get dressed. I still had no clothes on. I was like in my, I was in my jammies. I don't really wear pajamas. I just wear shorts and shirts and socks and underwear. Right. So it's more like, I don't, I, I'm not, I've never been a pajamas guy. I don't, uh, but I still call them jammies, you know, just cause. Uh, but yeah, I see the chat already notices. I got the blackout shades up. Let's go. All that, thank you to uh, my wonderful, lovely wife, Mrs. Nora Laminak. Uh, she is uh, home today. Took a day off. Uh, and the reason she took a day off, well, one of many. We're going to get to this box in a second. One of many. But um, I sent her to the Bon Jovi concert last night. I was excited about that for her. Donna! <laughs> Thank you for the 102 bitties, sweetie. Oh, real quick. I got to uh, tweet out the show. Hold on. Almost forgot. Don't have the pod bean up yet. I'm getting that. Don't worry. I'm getting on the pod bean as well. Uh, but let me get this. Let me get this tweet out. Ah, shit. Too many, too many things going live right now. So anyways, I, I wanted to do something nice for her. She's a, she's a huge Bon Jovi fan. And uh, so I surprised her and her sister with tickets to the concert. And uh, her sister drove and she ended up getting a shirt and hanging out. And, uh, you know, she was out late. So uh, plus she had other medical things to take care of today. So it all worked out. And she took the day off. And since she was here, I had that curtain that I showed you guys. And she was like, do you want me? Are you going to hang out? I was like, I just don't have time right now. I got to get this other shit done. She goes. You want me to do it? I was like, you want to do it? She was like, yeah. I was like, cool. So I sat here and worked and published YouTube videos and shit like that. And uh, yeah, she, uh, she hung it and did a great job. Fantastic job. Only thing you see now is the little, the little light right there under the door, but no more cat cam unless they're stuck in here, but I like it. What I'm going to be doing is adding more to the back. So here's the plan. So you can see I've got a chair back here. I've got the TV, right? Over there, I've got another chair oh, with a bunch of shit in it. That's okay. 
So what I'm going to do is, um, I talked to Christopher Hart, and he said that the whiskey barrel, the Barry on Deck Prideful Goat Whiskey um, that we went and did the selection, he said normally they just throw the barrels away, but all the deckheads that went and did the selection signed it. And he's like, I kept your barrel. We normally throw them away, but this is your barrel to keep. Do you want it? I said, hell yes, I want it. So he said, well, come get it whenever you're ready. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get rid of that chair. I'm going to get rid of that chair back there. And then that chair that what I'm, I'm going to put the barrel right there and make it a bar. I'm going to get a piece of glass cut for the top so that it protects the signatures. And then all the alcohol and shit that I keep back here, I'm going to put over there on the, uh, the official berry on deck bar, including a bottle of the whiskey that will remain unopened or maybe I'll open it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm going to try to get four or five of those bad boys before they're gone. So we'll see. So that's the plan. Uh, so phase 0.1 of the studio redesign has been completed. I got some led lights. I'm gonna put up there. We got a lot of shit going on. No, that barrel's not going to fit in a Honda, Stephen Luther. Hey, let's do this. Let's get to the chat real quick. Uh, I always like to shout out the chat before I get going. That's something we started, uh, psh, shit when this show began. Uh, and I, I, I would be remiss if we didn't do it. Let me, let me fire up the pod bean. So, so Christopher Reyes will leave me alone. Here we go. Busy day today. Uh, lots to do. If you didn't know, we have a, uh, we have a guest today, my girl, Sophia from the, uh, Twitch sports accelerator program. She has a, uh, a podcast as well called, uh, vocal minds. With Sophia, we've all, she also is a Twitch Sports Accelerator uh, streamer. She's got a great Twitch channel if you're into wrestling. Uh, she does a lot of side casting of the different wrestling events. So she's going to be joining me at 3.15 today to talk about her podcast and how she got started on Twitch. She's a, she's a cool chick. Um, she's rated this show before. She's hung out in the chat before, so I'm super excited about that. Also, it's a Whisker Wednesday, so I've got that for you. And I promised in the tweet and in the show notes, if you look on the Twitch channel, but uh, <laughs> we have a film session today. Oh, that's one of my favorites. We've got another one, so we're going to do a film session. Whisker Wednesday, we got a guest. We got to talk draft, NBA playoffs. I have a new favorite player in the NBA. We'll talk about the letter. All of it, I promise. By the way, Reyes, the pod bean is up, so have at it, buddy. So everybody I see in the chat right now, uh, what's up? Ivan and Fidel and Last Call, what's up, dude? Day one, Donna, my sweet, sweet Donna, how are you? Nightbot, how are you, fam? Okay. Tony the Handsome, what's up? Is, is 1 p.m. the new start time? We're going to discuss that. No. This is still a show that's on from 2 to 4 p.m. I will discuss why we're starting at 1 p.m. today and tomorrow. And yesterday, but this is not a normal occurrence. No. Uh, yeah, I even said it not just for this week, I think. Um, who else is here early? I saw Rob and Heartthrob, Philip Bernard. What's up, Mr. Reyes, Uriel Villanueva, and Cece. She said, is this real? Three-hour show? Yes. Three-hour show today. What's up, Mr. Martinez? This isn't where I parked my car. Well done indeed, my friend. Shelfsters, how are you? And uh, who else did I miss? Truck driver Pookie, Mr. Uh, Mr. Reyes, Robert Likes Beer. What's up, Uzi? Steven the Weather Guy, Potch. And Amos, what's up, fam? Beer Man Greg. What's up, dude? Who else? Who else? I think that's I think I got everybody. Nope, I did not. Uh, what's up, House? How are you on Twitch? What the hell is happening right now? Um, Clarence said, uh, what's up? Uh, sorry I'm late. Joel had on Barkley and it went long. Hey, listen, man. 
You got to do what you got to do, fam. Uh, what's up, Cherry? How are you, sweetie? Whoa, what's up, fam? All right, I think I got everybody now. Let's do this. So, a couple things. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some show notes out of the way. New job, not blocked. Very nice. I like. You know what? You know what? House, because you have a new job and can watch. I think we do a shot in House's honor. What do you say? What do you say, chat? I think we do a shot. First shot in House's honor. Housey's back, y'all. Housey's back. I'm digging it. Let's go. Oh, by the way, you have to do a shot too, House. You got to do like several shots, maybe shoot some heroin. Oh, you know, you might lose the job, but so. God, I need to clean the shot glass. It's so disgusting. All right. This is just this is just for the Reverend Lord Chris Householder the third back in the mix. It's good to have you back in the chat, buddy. Welcome back. Congrats on the new job too, as well, man. That's outstanding. Good for you. Cheers and cheers to everybody showing up. It's an early show. We're gonna have a good time today. Uh, hopefully, we don't get uh, sideways like yesterday, but that was still a lot of fun. Cheers, y'all. Love you. Yeah. <clears throat> P. Jones says, oh, "What's up, y'all? Uh, bit late, am I? No, you good, fam." Whenever you show up is when you show up. Uh, where is the Jamie? <clears throat> never left, never left the house. <laughs> be like, cheers to my new curtains. Any reason to do a shot? Guys, I got new curtains. Cheers. Hey guys, I swept. Cheers to the broom and the dustpan. Oh, you gotta do a shot oh, for each. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. You see it right there, ladies and gentlemen. My guy, Toothpete coming in with the raid. With the raidy raid. What's up, Toothpete? Thanks for the raid, fam. Uh, welcome to the program. Welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, who's all coming over in the raid? Raise your hand. What's up to uh, Richard Vales, Virginia Buttonweed? I have a video for you, Barry. No, you kiss my ass, Toothpete. Welcome to the Tooth Troop, though. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Labadak. Uh, if you're new to the program, I uh, spent seven years on ESPN Radio. I'm a full-time content creator here on Twitch, streaming this little raggedy-ass show that's been going on for two years now. Full-time traveling, uh, well, I should say touring stand-up comedian, also host of the Houston Sports Show that uh, airs every Saturday here in Houston on uh, CW39. So there you go. Yeah, no more, no more trusting Tooth Pete. With videos. I got three copyright strikes when I uploaded that bitch to YouTube because of you, Josh. Three copyright strikes. YouTube was like, you get a strike. You get a strike. I mean, it's not like a strike. It's like a, they call it a warning. And what they do is like, okay, we're not going to give you a strike, but all of your ad revenue is going to go to the copyright holder. But if there's three of them, they got to split it. I'm like, well, you can have that 37 cents. <laughs> Fuck them. So. I'm probably the single most trustworthy person you know. Uh, bitch, I don't. I know a reverend. Duh. All right. Anyways, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm 100 team hashtag fuck YouTube. Totally. Ah, uh, okay. You blacked out the glass so we can't see your ladder. 100, Kevin. Welcome to the program. We just talked about it. Yeah, that's we're done. We got that out of the way, so uh, I don't have to worry about that and the cats hounding me and making me feel bad at the glass. So we are in phase one. Of the Barry on Deck Studios rebuild. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. What's up, Rudy Rod? What up, famo? 
All right, so let's talk some. Uh, let's talk. Yeah, hey, hey, Raiders, do me a favor. Uh, this is I know a little petty, but you know it's Twitch, and we're all grinding towards partner. Well, some of us are. Some of us like Toothpeat are already partners. By the way, shout out Toothpeat. Please go follow him if you're not following him already. Do that. Great watch, great fun dude uh, to hang out with on stream. But yeah, if you are uh, if you're new uh, or you just came over in the raid, either hit refresh or click that link that's in the chat. The one that says twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. And that way you'll register with Twitch and they'll they'll give me credit for the views while you're here. All right, let's talk a lot of shit. We got a lot of shit to get to. A whole lot of stuff uh, to discuss. By the way, welcome to everybody on Podbean. So, number one, why are we going live at 1 o'clock again, Laminac? We were live at 1 o'clock yesterday. I thought this show was from 2 to 4. Well, for a lot of us, it is. Uh, but we... Um, I went live yesterday at one o'clock because I had to bail on you guys early, um, earlier in the week. So we went live at one o'clock to make up for that hour that I had to skip out on. The reason why we're live at one o'clock today and the reason why we will, what's up Stevie Buns? The reason why we'll be live tomorrow at one o'clock is because <sighs> there will be no show on Friday. Yeah, I know. No, Stevie, I didn't. Steven said you better not have gotten a job. No, 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 no job here. Literally grinding this out. I wonder, I, I don't think I'm the only one, but I feel like I might be the only one without like a side job. I just do this bullshit comedy and TV and shit. So, uh, yeah. What's up, skinny money? Mimi. Hey, sweetie. How are you? Memesters. No, it's not rip BOD. I'm not dying and neither is the show. I'm just not going to be here Friday. No, there's no riot. What's up, Barry? What's up, Deckheads? What's up, Stephen Luther? How are you, buddy? So I'm glad you asked, Cherry. Thank you. Instead of being like, oh, fuck this. I'm glad you asked. So uh, I got a text message during the show yesterday from one uh, Jeromothy Solomon. And as you know, he is the executive producer, the financier, and the owner of Rimsol Media, the production company that does my TV show. And he said, hey, bro, Friday, 11 o'clock, I need you. I was like, okay, what's up? He said, uh, we've got a big time investor in town, and they're looking at investing in the production company and the TV shows, and it's a big deal. He's a big deal. Uh, can you join us? I was like, for you? Yes, I will join you. Uh, let's make this happen. This could be great things for the TV show. It could be great things for the production company. So it's a big deal. Uh, it's not necessarily a big deal for me on TV or my TV career or anything like that yet. But if the production company um, gets an influx of cash, then we might be talking about something a little bigger, better. Uh, including maybe syndicating the Houston sports show and, um, and, and having it be in more markets around the country. So Stevie Bunn said, are you going to invest or not? Uh, no, I, I don't have a lot of money. And for that reason, I'm out. It's like, a, I don't know if it's going to be like a shark tank thing where I have to be like, uh, Hey guys, my name is Barry and I host the Houston sports show and we make jokes about sports and have a good time. Sharks. Are you in? So I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This could be very cool for us. I don't know what's going to happen, but Jerome hit me up, said, I need you. Can you join? And y'all, like, just like I did with Christopher Hart, man, a friend in need is a friend indeed. And 
Listen, Jerome keeps me employed in TV and on the air and relevant in the market. Otherwise, I might not be. So, say, say, thank you for the five bitty bitties. I should, well, I don't know if it's set up like Shark Tank. Jerome said he was going to prep me. But the thing is, with Jerome, prep me means on the way to the meeting, he's going to go, hey, don't say the word fuck. There's your prep. Like, what, bitch? Like, no, that's not, that's not enough. So, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm pretty good at winging it. Bunks are wearing tuxedo. Yeah, I'm definitely not wearing a tuxedo, Stevie Bunks. Worst, worst advice yet. Donna! Thank you for the 25 bits, sweetie. Uh, very much appreciate you. So, no, I, uh, I'm not wearing a tux. Bring a dumb product to sell. So, are you in? He's going to be like, no, nah, I don't think I want to invest in this show. Okay, but what about the Panomatic? Uh-huh. This is not just a pen. It's a magic wand. And it can make your money disappear. Give me some, I don't know. That's a bad idea. Posh, thank you for the one bit, my friend. Very much appreciate you. Jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> nice. Cheer. What? Oh, thank you for the penny for the investment. Thanks for investing in the uh, Houston Sports Show. The Laminator 2000. All right, so let's come up with, let's come up with something we're going to sell. We've got the Laminator 2000. I like the name. What does it do? CC, chat. What is the Laminator 2000 going to do? What am I going to sell this to this investor, to this billionaire man looking to get into the TV game? What are we going to, seven-minute abs? Guys, I want you to invest in my program called the Zero Minute Abs, which means we spend zero minutes working on our abs, and instead we eat. It's just recipes for cake. That's all it is. It's a whole program, but it's really like a recipe book, but it's kind of a, the Laminator 5000 laminates things. Or the Laminator 2000. I like 5,000 better, but if we're just doing 2,000, that's fine. How? Thank you for the 200 bits, buddy. By the way, uh, Skinny Money and Potch and Shelby, that's the lamest idea for the Laminator 2000. It laminates things. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but there's already shit out there that laminates. Why would they be investing in a new invention called the Laminator 2000 that laminates things? What? Why? What? 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 Skinny Money's like, sir? He's like, it's all I got. Well, come up with something better. Biffnet Worldwide. No, we start at 2000 as we grow, the numbers go. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So like it's different iterations of the Laminator 2000. I gotcha. Uh, Laminator 2000 to help with all your IT issues. Oh, you son of a bitch. I should time you out, Ivan, you raggedy hoe. Your gambling perspective? Ugh. And, oh, look at Steven, the weather guy with the Laminator 2000. Analyzes your lawn and tells you where weeds will grow before they grow. Oh. <laughs> what? But Walt said, like, so he's going to be like, why would I invest in the Laminator 2000? Uh, Because it's the best on the market. Or is that the Laminator thing? The Laminator 2000 makes your bub bubs bounce. Okay, Stevie. Slap the shit. I'm going to virtually slap the shit out of you. Uh, homemade Reese's. Put chocolate on one side, peanut butter on the other, hit a button. Boom. Oh my God. Virginia buttonweed. 
This is fucking genius. Are you kidding me? Holy shit. I know you're fucking around, but I want this. I want this so bad. Chevy. Thank you for the 300 bits. Uh, we, 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 bitch, you got a mouse in your pocket? We, what, we, what, no. Me and VB and Cece are rich. <laughs> uh, dude, you know how they have those machines that make your own soda? You're like, well, you just take the seltzer and then you just take the soda thing and you put it in and it's like a Keurig, but for seltzer? Holy shit, it's the Keurig for Reese's Pieces. Or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <gasps> That's it. Even better. You get to choose. Do you want the Reese's Pieces? The Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Do you want the Reese's... What's the other one? The sticks? Don't they have like sticks or something like that? You just push a setting like on the Keurig when you're like, I want coffee. I want tea. I want uh, 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 hot water. I want a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> Queen B said, I'm rich. Fuck DH Gate. Listen, this is genius. This is, this is, this is a genius. Oh, look, somebody's itching for a timeout. Last call. Reese's suck. Oh, the Reese's with the chips in them. Oh, the Reese's, like the cups with the Reese's peanut butter, Reese's pieces in the cups. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Everybody's getting on last call. Bad take. You suck. Shut your whore mouth. Shut your whore mouth. Last call. VB, I'm flabbergasted. Seriously, like, why is this not a why is this not a thing? Why is this not a thing? Why is this not a thing? This should be a thing. All right, um, let's keep rolling. We got a lot to do. I had a couple things to tell you. So I told you about our guest today. I told you about no show on Friday, and the reason why is the. Uh, but we are going to be one to four tomorrow, so we're one to four today. No overtime. No one's home, so we're going to hang out with the wifey. Uh, one to four today. And then tomorrow we're going to do one to four regular public Barry on deck, but I'm still going to do the four to five private one hour show, uh, with the private link to watch. So if you want to get involved with that, go to patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck, sign up, you support myself, you support the show. We make sure that we keep this thing rolling. Uh, you get all kind of swag and cool shit and gifts. Like I gave out mouse pads to all the huge deckheads that were been rocking with me for at least the last six months. And I've got the keychains ready to go for July for all the deckheads that have been with me on Patreon for the last six months. They're dope. Y'all want to see them? Y'all want to y'all wanna see the, the keychains that I had made? We're, they're not going to be released yet. They're not going to be in the mail yet. But I have Barry on Deck keychains made as your uh, yearly gift, your annual subscription gift, just for being on Patreon. We've done a bunch of cool shit, right? We've done the, the mugs. I got mine here. Mine's now like a pin mug, too. But we've done the Barry on Deck mugs. We did beanies. Freaking Christmas ornaments. All kinds of shit. Here's the keychains. Hold on. I haven't even opened them yet. Oh yeah, I did. I was like, I don't even think I looked at them yet. I don't even, I don't even have one of my own. I haven't even like got one of my own. So I'm, I like the new color scheme we have. Pew pew pew. So uh, not too crazy big, so it doesn't take up too much room in your pocket, but nice little glossy finish. And uh, it's got the uh, white and blue logo on the black background, which uh, 
we are rocking with now. Nothing on the back. I guess you could have your name printed on there, but there you go. That'll be the BOD keychains that we do. Uh, I think we're going to do them in July. I don't know. I got to talk to Jen. She's the boss. So look at Cherry with the uh, bang Patreon. Good for you. Thank you, sweetie. Is Patreon a pyramid scheme? No. The black makes it look so much better. I love the way it pops. That dude that designed it is genius. I love the new color scheme so much. Uh, yeah, so those will be out in July-ish. Patreon's not a, a scheme. Basically what Patreon is, is it's a way to support uh, artists that you dig, right? So like, let's say you're a big fan of the show, Skinny Money. And uh, you're like, man, I want to make sure you can keep going. You can, it's like five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month. You choose which tier and which tier, whichever tier you choose. There's more perks. You get more swag in, in the $10 tier. You get a gift twice a year and swag uh, from free from me. But they both get access to my Discord. They both get access to the third hour on every Thursday. Plus other stuff, right? So when you're in the Patreon, you get access to all the cool shit that we do. For example, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, I decided last second, I didn't even check with Jen. I just made this executive decision on my own. But uh, we're going to do an uh, NFL draft challenge. So um, we've got a group. I posted the link on the Discord. If you go to Fantasy and Gambling channel, I think. Uh, get out of here. What is, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is this? Oh. So we already have some folks in. Let me do this here. I'll show you what it is. Let's see. Chrome. Man, I hope this works. This was the, the shit that got sideways on me yesterday. God, I hope this shit works. Yay! Yeah, the Discord does get litty. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Ivan is a newer Discord member. It's great. It's great. Or sell them. I'd love a BOD bottle opener. Oh, yeah. We got to get a BOD bottle opener. I even thought about doing flasks. I might do some, some flasks. We had shot glasses and all kinds of shit. Uh, anyway, so this is the draft challenge. I, the link is in the Discord. So far, we got Total Dallas, Brandon Martinez, CC, uh, BZH420, Demetrius, Steven Uzik, and Ivan. The link is in there. Go sign up. I'm giving the winner a $50 gift card to Amazon. So the winner of this, whoever gets the most points, $50 Amazon gift card. Now, am I making this public? Absolutely not. This is only for, only for members of the Patreon. So there's another reason to join. Somebody's going to win 50 bucks. And the cool shit is like, we help each other. Like, um, you know, somebody's having a problem. Uh, yeah, we, we raise, we do fundraisers for each other. Oh, look, I just, I lost, uh, I, 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 my car's broke down. Oh, you need a ride? Hey, I got to move. Okay. We don't fucking move much. Uh, but we have all kinds of shit that we help each other out with. It's really dope. It's a very tight-knit community. It's an amazing community, and I highly recommend you go join and be a part of it because it's not open to the public because that ruins it. Uh, nice try. Nice try. Like my Zoe's fundraiser. Thanks, Barry. Oh, Cece, I love you to death. It's the very, very least I could do. Yeah, for example, right? So a lot of us have shit going on in our lives where we, our kids have fundraisers or we know, uh, I think it was, was it Uriel, uh, whose like wife's family member was, had a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe for some medical stuff. So a lot of the deckheads donated. I'm telling you, um, we do some amazing shit as a community and, and Cece is doing a, uh, so Zoe's outreach that she's talking about was our, um, Best community ever verified. Oh. Yeah, we helped Rob out. Uh, Philip Barnard. That's Rob. Heartthrob. Uh, 
He, he lost a significant other. We raised money and pays, paid his bills for a month while he went through it. We, we help each other, man. It's amazing. It's an amazing community. Yeah, and Uriel. So, like, um, you just go and you sign up and that's it. And Cece uh, is partnering with one of the charities that we partnered with during our fundraiser. Uh, our, our annual Barry on Deck Streamathon in December, we, we helped out a, uh, a fantastic organization that Jen found for us called Zoe's Outreach. They, they help the homeless and children around the community. And uh, now she's partnering with them, which is amazing. So I donated to her fundraiser. I try to donate. The, the hard part for me is there's like 106 Patreon members. And if everybody has a fundraiser and I'm trying to donate, it becomes difficult because I got to donate 106 times as opposed to 106 people donating five or 10 bucks. But I try to do my best to make sure I participate and get everybody taken care of that's looking for it. So, but as a community, we take care of each other. Uh, but I did donate a hundred bucks to CC's um, thing that she's doing with Zoe's. So that's why she said, thank you. So love you, CC. It's the least I could do. I wish I could have done more to be honest with you. Uh, what did Donna say? Somebody said, damn it, Donna. Oh, heartthrob Rob. I'm such a fucking moron. I call y'all, I called heartthrob, heartthrob Rob for like a year almost on sports ride. It was fucking stupid. Skinny Money said, okay, what if I get 10 people to tier one on Patreon? Then they get 10 people to tier uh to join under them. No. No, that's none of none of that. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's really and really and truly um skinny money. I mean, I got laid off from ESPN radio and our show got canceled. And a lot of the folks that you see in this chat were big fans of the show. Uh, I'm guessing fans of mine, they're still here and they just, you know, they want to support and, and see me keep making content. And it's one of those ways to make sure that it happens. It's literally the most steady way to make sure that we can keep doing what we're doing here. So, you know, you don't have to join. It's a hundred. You can still watch the show and be a part of this community. It's not necessary, but it's i uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot of perks and benefits. All right. Enough of the sales pitch. Let's get to the sports headlines. Come on. No one gives a shit about all that laminate. Let's talk sports. So here's your sports headlines for the day. Uh, Bulls have ruled out Zach Levine and Alex Caruso for game five. I believe Zach Levine has the COVID and um, Alex Caruso, was it a, uh, I think it's in the concussion protocol. He caught an elbow. I forget who elbowed him in the face. Previous game though, caught an elbow. So that's uh, not looking good for the Bulls who are fighting for their playoff lives and in survival mode. So yeah, I don't know that they gave up. I don't think Zach Levine and Alex Caruso are like looking forward to missing this game. I mean, their play on the court might say that they gave up, but couple of big injuries that are probably going to have a significant impact on the game going forward. And you kind of thought that with Miami, with the heat and the injuries that they had, but alas, they, uh, they finally finished off the Hawks and move on. So that's not a problem. We'll get to the scores from last night in just a second, but also Donovan Mitchell's MRI was negative on his hammy. The jazz are hopeful. He'll be able to play the next time they face the Dallas Mavericks, but we'll see. I think he's very much a game time decision and let's be honest, the Jazz without Donovan Mitchell, they're, they're already in trouble. They're going to be really in trouble. Old Depot came through for show. Um, and that's why they have him, right? I mean, he's a little older, but he's still a, a damn good basketball player and a vet. So Peyton Manning, if you didn't know, he partnered up with Georgia Tech for a Demarius Thomas scholarship fund. I wanted to read the particulars of this because it's really dope. So what they're doing with this scholarship fund is... Um, it says the Demarius Thomas Scholarship Fund or Scholarship Endowment 
created through the Manning's Payback Foundation, will award academic scholarships to incoming freshmen from Lawrence County, Georgia, where Thomas was born and raised, or surrounding communities who demonstrate significant financial need and academic achievement. It says full or partial scholarships will be awarded annually and students will receive their scholarships until they graduate from Georgia Tech. So a very cool thing done by Peyton Manning, who was a uh, teammate of Demarius Thomas, who, as you know, earlier passed away. So very cool on Peyton Manning's part. Jags, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who own the first pick in the NFL draft, which is tomorrow, if you've been living under a rock. Well, they had franchised their left tackle, Cam Robinson, and then they got to negotiating and now they have reached a three-year, $54 million extension with Mr. Robinson, which means now they're definitely not taking a left tackle with that first pick. So it's not going to be Neil or Iquonu. Um Probably going to be, uh, uh, why am I, but Hutchinson? No, uh, yeah, Hutchinson or uh, Trayvon Walker. I hear Spencer outside the door playing with a bottle cap. So... That clears that up a little bit, and good for the Jags. They lock up their left tackle for the next two or three years. Now, if they did go tackle in the draft, obviously they move them to right tackle and then uh, see what they do. So, Jags already, I, I put that on here. Normally, I wouldn't put a Jacksonville Jaguar signing because nobody would give a shit, but it does have a, an impact on the draft tomorrow in some way because now we know it's definitely not a left tackle. Uh, Melvin Gordon, the third 29-year-old Melvin Gordon III is back one more year, at least, for the Denver Broncos. Rushed for almost 1,000 yards last year, I believe. Inks a one-year deal. Good for them. Russ has a, a vet behind him that I guess they can still rely on. I mean, if you can still go out and get you a 950 in today's game, you're doing all right. Lastly, I don't do a lot of college baseball, but Dylan Lesko, he is the top-ranked top pitcher. Uh, in the upcoming MLB draft, he had Tommy John surgery, and that sucks. So, fortunately for him, the surgery has come so far. Uh, but boy, you gotta be, you gotta be depressed as shit if you're the number one, if you're the top ranked pitcher in all of baseball, as far as the draft is concerned, the number one prospect to be. And then you got to go under the knife and get Tommy John surgery. Ugh. Now, this isn't Tommy John surgery from the '80s, but that still sucks. So. Um, Hopefully everything works out well and uh, he'll, he'll be able to be drafted soon and it doesn't have an overall impact on his draft status. I don't know if I like it zoomed out like that. I, I kind of like it a little tighter there. That's what he said. Okay. Steven, the weather guy said, um, we got to get the Yaggity Sacks play for the Twins game last night. Dude, that shit was wild. All right, let's talk about it, Stevie Buns. Let's talk about Ja. I have a new favorite player in the NBA. And it is Ja Morant. This, this cat has captivated my attention. I This dude, some of the plays that this cat is making on the basketball court with all of these stars around him, with all of these, the talent, not necessarily even on his team, opponents-wise. Uh, I think Beverly is still filling that teabag. Oh, my God. If you didn't, let me see if I have the dunk. Let me see here. Um, so what is the, what video is this? <gasps> this is the dunk. And uh, all right, here we go. So if you missed this, this will be a copyright strike when I upload it to YouTube, but I don't give a shit. 
it's it's worth the rewatch if you missed it. Maybe you didn't get to watch the games last night. Stevie, I don't understand it, man. It's like you knew you knew. Okay, it's typical, right? Typical talent in the NBA. Guy gets drafted high. You go, oh yeah, John Morant's a player. You kind of expect him to settle into the middle of the pack, right? Like, hey, look, he's not the worst guy on a on on a roster. You know, he's a top twenty five ish, top twenty player, maybe. He's good. Maybe top 15. Let's argue about it. <laughs> this dude is doing shit that guys like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and LeBron James have done. I'm not saying he's there yet, but when you have this many highlight real style plays in the last two years, it is imperative that the rest of the basketball world and cash fans and diehards alike Seriously, pay some respect and attention to John Morant. This dude is off the fucking charts right now. It's ridiculous. So here is the uh, here's the dunk from last night's game. If you missed it, uh, I mean that kind of gives it away. But let's just evaluate this first. Not the biggest dude on the court. Not the strongest guy on the court. Fidel said, "This is my first time seeing this." Are you being facetious? Are you being facetious? Are you being a, this is, this is ridiculous, but check this out. So, I mean, freeze it. There are four Timberwolves around this dude. One of them decided, you know what? I know what's coming. I'm going to go the other way and guard the corner three. Yeah, that's my job. That's my defensive rotation. Even though we all know at this point, everybody in the building knows John Moran is not passing this basketball. Why are you shading off of him to a corner three? When John Moran is this deep into the paint, man, fuck that corner three. That's a, that's a less, uh, Oh shit. I almost unplugged the whole studio. That is a less sure thing than John Morant being this deep in the key. Okay. Fidel's at 100% honest. I don't follow it. I missed it as well. Cool. Well, I'm glad you guys get to see it. So here we go. This is John Morant just absolutely murking an entire Timberwolves team. Oh, my God. Oh, man, down. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <sighs> Shit. If you want the sound, there it is. Uh, Jesus. Jesus Louises. Bro, tell me uh, what Jaws' balls taste like, fam. Like, and he's not even really using the offhand, right? He's not even really using the offhand too much. Now, he might have got a little elevation push there, but if you don't think John Morant can jump like that, you're out of your damn mind. But look, look, this is the crazy part. If I freeze this right here, Look who's surrounding him. Yeah, somebody called 911. He did. Oh, Lord, need an ambulance. Look at the big men that are surrounding John Morant right now. Every guy that's in the vicinity of the paint, probably four to seven inches taller than this dude. And he's like, that's cool. I'll just go up, rub my nuts on your chest, and yoke this shit. Ridiculous. Unbelievable. And what I like is that wasn't an NBA feed, so I can play that all day, no problem. Uh, look at that shit. Dude, what? What? <laughs> Fidel, I believe I can fly. 
Whew. I believe I can touch the sky. I put my balls on your chest and chin. <laughs> Hit the game winning shot for the win. Okay, that was weird. Yeah, I agree. Well, Jaws the fucking truth. My new favorite player. I'm not gonna lie. Cool, Jalen Green. Good luck, buddy. I'm not a Grizzly fan. I'm not a Memphis fan. I am a Ja Morant fan. Now, like when he's like, "Oh, I'm going to go to the Lakers." I'm not gonna be a Lakers fan, but I he keeps playing like this. I'm gonna always be a Ja Morant fan, hundred percent. I'm gonna find the uh, the game winner as well. They probably have it on a dude. This is fucking hilarious. Now look at this thread. All right, so that's the dunk, right? So here's the, here's look. Okay. So they got this picture. Oh boy's like, I don't know. Why are your hands up fam? Put your hands down. John Morant is not about to roll this ball under the defender. So you can get a lazy up. Go sit your ass down. You might as well not even be here, bro. Go back down and get ready to play defense. My guy jaw has this. So that's pick one in the, in the sequence. <laughs> 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 I love this so much. This is so great. Oh my god. I believe I can fly. Hey, who's doing this to their baby too, by the way? What the fuck are you doing? That's child abuse. They really got my man's though. Looking like my man's though. That's so funny to me. Ah, uh, do they have the layup here? That was the call me Barkley. No shh. Is this the, oh, this is the dunk. They're calling it dunk of the year. Winner takes up. I mean, it it probably is. Is there, did I miss a better dunk this year, basketball fans? Did I miss a, oh my God, did I miss a better dunk than that? He called it, uh, by the way, Iron Eagle called that the jawbreaker. The, oh, I'm sorry, the jawbreaker. Amazing call by Iron Eagle. Well done indeed. Uh, very Timely. A lot of folks are like, oh, my God, he did that on the fly. First of all, no, he didn't. Um, fact of the matter is a lot of those guys will look at a roster and come up with catchphrases for a lot of these people. And uh, now there are times when they'll just freestyle. For example, when Harden hit a crossover and then a step back, I forget who it was, but old boy fell down the slid and just started laughing because he knew he was shook and cooked. Uh, Craig Ackerman was like, oh, um, clean up on aisle three. And then Harden knocked down the, the, the three pointer. Like that was rift, but jaw breaker, not rift. Great call. I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from it, but there are folks out there on the internet that think he just made that up right then. No, he didn't. He's got that all written down. He's got that on the script. <laughs> he had like three of those this year. Oh yeah. That's why I'm saying this is why he's my new favorite player. If it was just the one, I'd be like, mm. but this dude has been doing this the last two years. Clutch buckets, big dunks. Um, I, I, gotta, I can't even go back and find the, the, the last second buzzer beater where he caught the pass from Steven Adams. Fading out of bounds. No reason he should have made that shot. None. None. Thank you, Ivan. I will go to uh, Twitter and grab it right now. Uh, Perry said... I bet the Pelicans, uh, damn it, where'd it go? I bet the Pelicans wish they could redo that draft. Everybody in that draft wishes they could redo that draft, except for Memphis. They'd be like, no, 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 no do-overs, no take-backs. I'm telling y'all right now, man. Okay, chat, I'm going to ask you. Hey, what's up, Christy? How are you, sweetie? Guys, I'm going to touch Christy Snake this weekend. We had a bet. 
She sent me $100 on uh, Venmo. She said, if, I, if you hold my snake, which I'm scared to death of doing this. But she said, if you hold my snake, I'll give you 100 bucks." And I was like, well, I don't want to just take 100 bucks, So I'm donating it to Special Pals once the transaction is complete. And it is a Whisker Wednesday, so it's relevant to talk about it. Uh, one of the announcers said Minnesota are 7-Eleven from three. Timberwolves are serving a Slurpee. See, that's what I mean. That's the kind of shit you get on the fly. You get jawbreaker when Ian Eagles on the flight looking at the rosters and goes, all right, but what if he gets another amazing dunk? What do I say? He's jaw Morant. Uh, how jaw like me now? No. Um, ja, 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 ja. No, that's that's a Hispanic laugh. Ah, uh, jawbreaker. Oh, shit. I got to write that down. That's how it goes. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. What's it called? A bull snake? Bull python? Yes. Ugh. Uh, all right, so let's go find the game winner here. Ja said he didn't think it was that big of a deal because it was over another guard. <laughs> yeah, but that guard had like several inches on him. Uh, let's see. What the hell? Oh, that's funny. All right, let me see if I can find the tagged game winner. Very nice. Very nice. I like uh, which one was it on the Barry on Deck Twitter account? I even oh, it was a ball python. I said bull. It's a bullfrog python. Fuck, I don't know. My bad, Stevie. That was racist. That was a Hispanic laugh. Ja 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 ja. Uh, Ivan, was it the Barry on Deck account? Oh, I think it was the Barry on Deck account. Let's see. Here we go. So this was the game winner. Uh, shout out to my man Ivan. This was the game winner that Ja hit. Uh, Ridic- oh, why did that? Toss it. Oh, no, 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 you don't. Let's get this back here. I think that's a little better. If I zoom in, does that help? That's a little better. So this was the game winner. 109, 109, fourth quarter. 2.3, excuse me, 3.7 seconds left on the clock. Now, I want you, they the way they had this inbounds play set up, uh, Ja, actually, you didn't get to see the beginning of it, but this was all, like, he came up, set a pick. At, well, let's see if I come over here. He came out. He was standing here, uh, bottom of the key, I believe. He comes over, he sets a pick, and then he comes through, and they get the inbounds passed to him. And, well, the rest is history. Unbelievable. Look at that. And this is after a back and forth. Just toss it. Morant drives. Toss it. How can this dude not be your favorite basketball player on the planet right now? Huh? How is that dude not your favorite basketball player on the planet right now? It doesn't matter if he's a lefty. I mean, look at that. Look at the play. So he inbounds the ball. Now he's got, uh, I don't know, was that Bev, Pat Bev that falls down that he got shook on? And so now it's big man versus Ja Morant. Look at that. Unbelievable. So he goes under. Scoop. Bro, how, what? 
telling you. Yeah, over and under a big man. Oh, you were asking if he was a lefty. Hell, I don't know, is he? Let's see. Walt says no. Let's go to basketball reference. I wonder, I want to like consume John Morant. That's not what I meant. Uh, here's his basketball reference. Let's go see all of his, let's go see all of his uh, info. What I love about basketball references, they'll give you their nicknames and all that shit. Two years, debuted in 2019, first round, second pick, second overall in the NBA draft. Uh, 6'3", 174, shoots right. There you go. Pronunciation, uh, his name is Demetrius Jamel Morant. G12, but that, like, oh, that's his Instagram. I don't, I guess he doesn't have any nicknames. Well, he might have one now, Jawbreaker, right? But look at that. I mean, his first year, 17 points, then he 19 points. So there you go, 27.4. And playing out of his goddamn mind. Unbelievable. Let's go to the, um, let me pull up the uh, the whole playoff score. Let's pull up the box score here. Mm-hmm. Oh, nope, that ain't it. What the hell was that about? There we go. So here's the box score from the game. Norm made breakfast this morning. CV Buns, that's not going to be his nickname. Ja, 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 ja. <laughs> Sean, another early day? Yeah, on the Discord, on the Twitter. Got to pay attention. All right, so this was the box score uh, Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns with 28 points, 12 rebounds in the game, three steals, two blocks, seven turnovers, a minus three. Anthony Edwards has been going off this playoff series. He's another guy uh, that's got folks excited. 22. On his behalf, minus two on the floor. Look, when you lose, you're going to be a minus two or a minus in most cases. I mean, I guess not everybody, but Pat Bev was a plus one. <laughs> a lot of good that did him. Edwards goes for 22. Not much else, though. You get you get some turnovers and some personal fouls out of it, but that's about it. Uh, over in the Grizzlies side of things, Ja goes for 30. 13 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 steals, 5 turnovers, 3 personal fouls. He was a plus 6. Uh, Brooks was a plus 8. And there you go. Bain added 25. Clark gives him 21 off the bench. So there you go. What the fuck? Okay. Guys, I would like to make an announcement. Um, Tooth Pete has been officially banned from sports with the dumbest sports take. And I've listened seven years on radio, sports talk radio. I've heard some dumb shit said over the phone by callers. I've heard some dumb shit said uh, over a text line. I've had some dumb takes sent to me on Twitter. You guys have said some dumbass shit in this chat and on the Discord. Hell, I've had some dumbass takes like the Nets versus Suns in the NBA Finals. What the fuck was that about, Labanac? What? But never, never 
Has there been one this fucking dumb? Hey, Potch, Donna, CC, Jen, one of the uh, mods, can you guys time out Josh from sports? Just the, all the all the sports. I don't give a fuck. Pinochle, chess, hopscotch, tetherball. I don't give a fuck what it is. Egg toss, hula hoop, three-legged sack race. He's out. Time him out. No more sports. Not even fucking video game sports. Not even water sports. I don't give a shit if he likes to be peed on. He's timed out from that too. Anything with the word sports in it. No. That's the stupidest goddamn take I've ever seen in my whole life. Look, in the chat's like, you are out of your damn mind. Stevie Bonds won't let it go. Does Edwards make your bub bubs bounce? Uh, he should have been banned from yesterday's video. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean that alone. And then there, and then he's just doubling down with the dumbass greatest basketball players of all times. Dirk, Luca, Jordan. Hey, does your wife know you've been smoking crack? She's going to be so pissed. Oh man. Okay. No, he's he's not. Not yet. Not yet. He's flashed the potential, but he's not there yet. Every time I get on Twitter or IG or turn on ESPN, I mean, I'm not seeing the kind of shit that I'm seeing from John Moran. Every time I watch a game, I'm not. It's just. No. Did you, Did you notice, notice Sean's, Sean's new handle? <laughs> <laughs> Donna, thank you for highlighting the message. I did not. All right, can we all give props to Sean for just a second? Uh, Sean used to be Sean CPA. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. <sighs> yeah, he was just Sean CPA that talked shit about everything. Sean hated everything. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. And now he's changed his handle to Sean Hate Stuff. And oh my God, I love it so much. That is that is well done indeed, Sean. Well done indeed. Maybe Tooth should just buy Twitch. Yeah, why don't he get out a go get a collection of money? Get some investors. Stupid ass. He is a good sport. He does. But he does hate a lot too, so it's really accurate, Donna. It's super accurate. Super accurate. Yeah, Don. I love those sound bites. This is three of my favorite sound bites. I never heard of it. Who the fuck is that guy? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. By the way, I and Eagle Great Call, Kevin Harlan, the GOAT. The absolute GOAT of Great Calls. And, and, you like I and Eagle with his little, oh, it's a jawbreaker. Okay, cool. That's good. Uh, Kevin Harlan is the greatest improvisational call uh, sports broadcaster on the planet, bar none. Anytime there's a streaker or a cat or some crazy shit and he does the play-by-play, you, you can't beat that, man. He's just so good at it. He's so good. This was the streaker Pull at the Super Bowl. Pants, take off the bra and be a man. That's just unbelievable. Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. So, yeah. You don't have MV's rock and roll drop. Don't have MV's rock and roll drop. I don't know what that means. I don't I don't know what that means. 
Really? Well, one of those dudes called two games in one. That's not true. Is that true? That's crazy if it is true. That's amazing. Uh, psh, you don't have MV's rock and roll. Oh, Vandermeer. Oh, man, fuck. Who? Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. I just do it myself. Rock and roll. Touchdown, Texans. Didn't hear a lot of that last year. Uh, all right, so there is your. Well, that's one of the basketball. Let's get let's get the rest of the box scores out of the way. Let's get it. Here's the Heat. I didn't watch any of this, by the way. Oh, didn't watch any of this, by the way. Uh, here you go, Hawks. Heat. Uh, Heat finally finish off the Hawks, which sounds super sexual, but that wasn't the intent. Remember when Trey Young was the Ja Morant of the NBA? Aha! Aha! Ah! It's a Trey breaker. Doesn't work. Suck it, nerd. You're second tier now, Trey. I mean, look. What they call him? The ice? Ice Trey? Shit. Uh, yeah, I bet you were, Ivan. So, uh, Ivan, uh, I, was, it, was it you, Ivan? That said it on, uh, or was it Sean? Who was it that's like, oh, hey, if you got heat, go ahead and cancel that. Vanilla Berry Ice just followed. <sighs> now y'all are making troll accounts. Let me tell you how this is going to end. Let me tell you, what's up, Alex? Let me tell you how this is going to end. Let me tell you. Now, making troll accounts is going to end. Not well. Not well. Not well at all. That's fire. Low X uh, third and my... What the fuck? What? Walt Walker said, check Barry is funny Twitter. Okay. Am I dumb? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ivan was saying everybody needs to cancel. No Jimmy Butler. Uh, psh, it's a done deal. I mean, they were at home. Oladipo steps up big, goes for 23. But, I mean, it makes sense. If it were me, I would have thought the same thing. If it were me, I would have said the same thing. Oh, yep. I, if I had money on the game, I'm thinking twice about that. There they go. 97-94. Uh, Tucker goes for four. By the way, Tucker is still getting after it on the defensive side of the ball. The few games that I have watched the Heat play in the playoffs this year, He's still getting after it, man. I dig it. Bam goes for 20. Oladipo goes for 23. Bench gives him 26 uh, between Tyler Hero and Martin. Um, let's see. What is this? Gallinari with 12. Just the Hawks just got nothing. Capella, Capella can't go two and eight. It just disappeared. In these playoffs after game one. Same thing with Trey Young. You can't be a superstar in this league and put up 11 points. Now, I will say this. The way that Eric Spolstra and the Heat defended Trey Young, it's like, look, anybody but Trey. And that's how you have to do it. it just didn't work out. Like, it's just not happening. And uh, they did a, they did a magnificent job, and the same was true on the other side of the ball. But the the, the last game that I watched was wasn't last night, but PJ they would literally put PJ Tucker on Trey Young, and then double him, trap him. He got no easy buckets, and it turned out to be the right thing to do. It turned out to be the right move. So Trey Young goes for eleven. I'm interested to see what Capella did in this series. Let's go. Uh, let's go game log. 
in this series. Well, he did get injured. That's right. Uh, let's see. Is that it? Is that all he played in was the two games? Jesus. 21 minutes, two points. That was game one, right? No, that wasn't game one. Why is this only showing? Th- that's not. Uh, what the fuck is the stats for the. What the hell is going on? Did I miss? Let's see. No, that's a split. Interesting. Uh, what the fuck? I swear to you. I guess not. Okay. I swear I thought he played more than that. So he's got the two. See, and again, though, two points. Four points in two games. Just not going to get it. Hang in there, Total Dallas. Hang in there, buddy. Sean said the playoffs suck without LeBron or KD to hate. What's the point? Oh, no, you can still find. I'll find you some people to hate. Have no fear, famo. I want to see the series. Hold on. Let's see. Let's go to uh, NBA. Let's go to Hawks. We'll go Oh, here we go. Okay. See, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Let's pull all of these up. Uh, So there we go. Game one. That's when Capella got hurt, right? Oh, no. He was out for that one? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So Trey Trey Young had eight points in game one. Game two, Trey Young had 25. No Capella. Game three, Trey Young gives them 24 on the road or at home. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, game four, Capella returns and gives them two points and seven rebounds. Trey Young puts nine and gives them nine points, five assists. And then the final, I mean, that's just like, these are your superstars. It's kind of like what Barkley said about Durant and Kyrie. I mean, the same could be said for Trey Young. What happened, young man? Just an ugly all-around thing. And I saw what Walt said, and he's kind of got a point. You're not going to win a chip with Tucker playing that many minutes. Unless, Walt, unless, unless it's more of the role that he was designed to play. I mean, you won, and I'm not by any stretch, don't take this as me making a comparative between the two. But I look at P.J. Tucker as kind of like a Dennis Rodman-esque guy, right? Go out and get some rebounds, but go out and do the, 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 the shit that doesn't show up in the box score. Go out and just play basketball. Go out and, and play defense, hustle, die for loose balls. Whoever their star is, harass the shit out of them, like Trey Young. You can keep Trey Young at 45 or whatever, you're good. Uh, I despise them when Katie was cherry picking. Yeah, for sure. Uh, collectives hate Harden. Collectively hate Harden. Oh, there you go. You can hate the Warriors. I don't understand. What is 10 minutes? What is this? What is this? JM Sizzle said Tucker got that corner three as well. Yeah, what did he shoot this year? I would be curious to see what he shot from three in the playoffs if we could get that. Uh, postseason, he's shooting 53% in five games. 
Yeah, I like that. Oh, did y'all really time out my guy? What the fuck? I was Joe. Oh, I'm sorry, too, Pete. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, the vanilla ice. Does that you, you raggedy? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to fight the fuck out of you. Oh, yeah. On site, homie. On site. On site. Hey, uh, by the way, Tooth Pete, when you and I and uh, Kyle meet to have our meeting and discussion, um, bring a bring a baseball glove because you're about to catch these hands, ho. Okay? You gonna catch these hands. You keep up this nonsense and tomfoolery right there. I'm not just gonna ban you from sports. I'll ban you from the fucking state of Texas with that bullshit ass take. How dare you? Yeah. Okay. Now you're trolling. Now you're trolling. My favorite. Everybody named their favorite Sean Bradley moment. You remember that time when he was tall? The fuck out of here. Sean Bradley. Remember that time he got his face punched in by Shaq? Or no, who was that? Uh, well, that was the white dude in Utah. Who was the white dude in Utah that Shaq just demolished his face in warm-ups? You big dumb bitch. <laughs> the time he stood there and guys just ran around him. Yeah. Hey, Sean, keep your hands up. You're like 11 foot 90 with your hands up. Too bad you're as mobile as a goddamn stop sign. Sean Bradley is definitely under Hakeem. Yeah. T-Mac, T-Maggie. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do that. T-Mac dunk on Sean Bradley. Yeah. Hey, no, no. Don't leave yet, Tooth Pete. Don't, don't leave yet. Where are you going, buddy? Hang out for a second. Thanks, oh, and that says a lot. Hang out for a second. Oh, man, down. What happened? What happened? Ride him, cowboy. Come on, show me that replay. Show me that goddamn replay where he rode that big lanky ass dude like a horse. He took this big, tall bitch to Old Town Road. Look at that. I'm on take this scrub to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride. Yo, the Sean Breaker. Nice, Stevie Buns. Nice. What was your favorite Sean Bradley moment? This is it, bitch. Fuck Sean Bradley as a staff, record label, and as a crew. Yeah, I know. They, I think they went on to win the game, didn't they? He's like, you know the best part of that dunk? Rockets blew it to a lead. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the lead was, the score was. This is it. Hey, guess what they didn't make? A bunch of posters that showed a 4-3 series win. But guess what? I could go down to the fucking... Uh, the hot topic and go through the poster bin and find a a picture of Tracy McGrady rubbing his balls up and down the spine of Sean Bradley. Just how's that feel, Sean? Huh? It feels like I got big nasty balls on my back. You do. And you turned around, you coward. You're 11 foot seven and you turned around on a poster dunk. 
What are you doing? Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Every Maverick in the history of Mavericks was a booty soft hoe, except for Dirk. And 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 Jamal Jackson and Jamal Mashburn. Or Jim Jackson, excuse me. Jamal Mashburn. And uh what was the the three J's? It was Jamal. Jam, Jamal Mashburn, Jim Jackson, and uh oh, Jason Kidd. I actually am not gonna lie, I kinda like that trio that they had there. Good thing they won all those championships with them. I never heard of it. Exactly, Patrick Swayze. All right. Oh shit, I didn't we didn't do the rest of the box scores. Let's get this out of the way. Uh, Tuesday. All right, so that was the Hawks series. It's over. Grizz series is now 3-2. Memphis, and then lastly, the Suns beat the Pelipels. 112-97. Oh, yeah, Michael Finley. It was, he was all right. He was all right. He was all right. Uh, Michael Finley. Not my favorite Mav, though. I loved me some Jim Jackson, though. I don't know why. He wasn't the greatest at anything, but Jim Jackson was smooth. It's kind of like my obsession and man crush on Robinson Cano. No idea how that happened, but I love me some Robinson Cano. Uh, all right, but Suns Pellies, here's the box score from last night. If you give a shit, Brandon Ingram goes for 22, but talked a gang of shit, and the loss got all up in CP3's ear and chirpity chirp chirp. Had a good game, 22. CJ McCollum went for 21. Uh, Valanciunas went for 17. Off the bench, Alvarado came in with 12. And just pesky. I ain't going to lie. I like watching Alvarado play. All those little sneaky corner steals that he gets is fun. How do you keep falling for that, NBA guys, not on the Pelicans? How the fuck do you keep falling for that? It's like when you play the Pellies, as soon as they score, somebody, it's almost like, it's almost like somebody has to be in charge. Pelicans in seven. Shut your whore mouth. That's not happening. It's not happening now. They, it's too late. Because you still got to go back to Phoenix. I want to see what their road record was. I'm guessing it's not good, which doesn't bode well for them. Hell, they might not even win at home next game. Oh, is it still echoing? All right, I fixed it. It's because I, I have to turn up the volume and it's a whole thing. Is, that, is the echo gone now? Is it gone, gone? Gone, gone, gone? <laughs> Clarence at Mavericks fans smell like unwashed football cups. Yeah. We learned a couple things here today. Maybe. We learned a couple things. We learned that uh Mavericks fans smell like unwashed cups, and we learned that Clarence knows what unwashed cups smell like. So, Clarence is a cuff sniffer. Cup, cuff, cup. Use your words, Lavinac. All right, anyways, uh, rest of the box score looks like so. Uh, Bridges went for 31. CP3 went for 22. DeAndre Ayton goes for 19 and 9. And uh, there you go. They go back to New Orleans. Uh, when's the next game? 428. Tomorrow. Tomorrow they will be in New Orleans for game six. Now, let's see. Let's just go take a look-see, look-see at what the Pelicans did on the road. Well, we need to go to NBA standings. That's the easy way to do it. Pelicans swept by Dallas in round two. 
I think you guys that have these loyalties to these teams need to bet each other. I think so. Hi, what's up, Cisco? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Please catch the replay. Please, please, please. Aggie Milkman said, amen, total Dallas. Pelicans sweep by, swept by Dallas round two. Okay. Uh, all right, here was, so Pelicans, from the play-in game, they were 17 and 24 on the road. Suns were 32 and 9 at home and 32 and 9 on the road. Now, I will say this you got to give credit where credit is due. I think the Pelicans have surprised a lot of people after bringing in CJ McCollum. This team figured something out, man. The chemistry was there. Brandon Ingram has impressed some folks. Out of the shadow of LA, everybody's got, oh, this, this is the cat we expected. It's kind of like, you know, he, he needed to be given an opportunity, which a lot of these cats in the NBA do. Same could be said for CJ McCollum, right? It's like, it's like the Pelicans became almost like this, a team full of Robins that used to, you know, be second fiddle. Well, hell, in the case of Brandon Ingram, third or fourth fiddle to a bunch of superstars. And now they're all on the same team. Now they understand that dynamic. I dig it, man. I think it's a great story. I, they're fun to watch. They ain't beating the Suns. They ain't beating the Suns. With or without Devin Booker, they're not beating the Suns. So, not in seven. I mean, they might They might win tomorrow. Pelicans might win tomorrow. Aggie Milkman said, how about them Dallas Stars? <laughs> Never heard of it. All right. Uh, so, there's some NBA... Is that all I wanted to talk about? Playoffs, John Morant. I, we, we can talk about these people. I was going to show you the videos of these folks running on the court and acting a fool, but I don't give a shit. I'm not giving them no more run. Oh, Punch said, how about my shoe check? I never saw it. Oh, oh, five minutes ago. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. My bad, fam. My bad. So I'm rocking in honor of the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant. I wore my stacks, uh, shirt today yeah i wore my stack shirt and so since it's red i went with the og air maxes these are the anniversary edition air maxes the 326 edition uh air max ones with the red and the gray these are super comfortable not my favorite air maxes y'all know i love me some 90s but uh, these, I like these, I kind of like the new way that they do them now with the thinner leather and stuff like that. It makes them a little lighter and a little more comfortable. So there you go. Crystal, you're never late. If you're here, sweetie, you're never late. If you're here, I mean, some of these bitches are late, but whoop, I digress. Uh, Barry, are we going to get those church videos from yesterday's show? Yes. My bad. You want to do that now? Let's do that now. I got, I've got a, a film session for you that won't take long. So we're going to do that as well. And uh, yes, we're also going to do the church videos because they are fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. And don't forget, 315, uh, Sophia is going to join me. She's a member of the Twitch Sports Accelerator program. She is a content creator. Uh, she has a podcast called Vocal Minds. And uh, we're going to hang out for about 30 minutes and chit chat and chop it up. So it should be good. I'm looking forward to that at 315. So stick around for that. Shout out to everybody on the pod being Eric Resendez, Chris Reyes, Truck Driver, Pookie, John Dory, Titan Hugo. We got four people. Five people over there watching and listening right now. Uh, Chris Reyes said, yeah, about 3.15, we've got to go to Twitch. Yeah. 
definitely want to go to Twitch. Why are there crazy people only running on the court in Minnesota? Ah, that's a good question. So basically, they have accused the Minnesota Timberwolves owner. Let's see. Timberwolves owner. Mark Laurie of uh, neglect and abuse to animals. He owns like a chicken farm. I think it was the chicken farm. And they like killed a lot of, of chickens, but then they like. I, I, he did something that they felt like was cruel and abusive to animals. Uh, I don't know if like, oh, I think they got um, the bird flu at his chicken farm. And when that happens, you can't, it, it'll devastate the chicken population. And then chicken prices go up, eggs go up, all that shit goes up. So in order to alleviate the bird flu that was the outbreak, which happens periodically in the industry, apparently. They had to euthanize a bunch of chickens. And the way that they did it, I guess, a lot of people, one, felt was inhumane. But I'm like, bitch, come up with a vaccine for the chickens then. And also, bitch, don't be disrupting basketball. We're trying to watch the goddamn game. Fuck them chickens. Give a fuck about them chickens. I'm trying to watch the game. You're going to chain yourself to the goalpost? They should just slam into her. That bitch that glued herself to the floor, they should just jump on her. Just be like, look, you chose this life, fam. Let people go up and dunk, just laying on. Stay your ass off the court, moron. I know y'all saw the security guard tackle, right? Y'all saw that. Did everybody see that chat? <laughs> Amos said, I need the wings of my life. He gets a pass. <laughs> Don't those idiots know that glue is made out of horses? Well, way to use my goddamn joke, Aggie Milkman. Literally did that joke last week on Houston Sports Show. Did y'all see Fauci stated the pandemic is over? Are you serious? Let's go. I'm licking every goddamn doorknob I see this week now. This is great. This is great. Save the frijole. Uh, I didn't know that. That's good news, Donna. And see, I don't need Donna to send me a link because I trust Donna. I don't trust the rest of you. If, if Clarence would have said that, I'd be like, send me a link, player. I don't. Sean would have said that? No, send me a link. Her reflexes were on point. Yeah, right? She doesn't realize no one's watches. No one watches BB. Oh. What? Oh, I see what you did there. I, I get it now. I get it. You're a basketball hater. Oh, look. It's Rob hates stuff, too. Uh, Crystal, thank you for the 13 bits, sweetie. Very much appreciate you. You are uh, a gentleman and a scholar and a fine young lady. Uh, all right. So did y'all not see? Oh, okay. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's, here's the video. If you didn't see it, this is the, this is the short version. And then I'll show you the long version. Okay. Let me, let me get both of these going here. Let's see. Long version. Pull that down. Cause it's, it, it, it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, let me get this. And this and combine them. All right. So this was the first one. Hate squad. <laughs> that would be a good name. The hate squad. That's pretty good. 
Don't put me in Sean's hater basket. No, you're being a hater. You probably created that fucking troll account too. I'll time you out from the internet. Short version first, then the long version. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, so this was at the Timberwolves game in Minnesota. As you can see, 10 minutes left in the third. And then some tomfoolery and shenanigans ensued. Now, I won't tell you, but just keep your eye on this area. This is where the perpetrator is going to come from. So watch this. No, oh, man down, man down, man down. Oh, that didn't take long. Oh, shit. That didn't take long at all. Now watch what they do. They're like, bitch, get your stupid ass. They drag her, drag her off the floor. Now, I want you to, I, I really can't zoom in too much. So let's go to this one. Um, because what happened was this security guard, you can't really see it. But the security guard uh -oh, is right here where, where, the, where the pointer is. And the lady that storms the court is right here. But on the clear version, she's watching her the whole time. This, I think it might be a male security guard. I don't know. I'm not here to judge gender. They, they're watching. Gender's just a construct. They're, they're watching. They know something's up. This security guard needs to quit their job and become a private investigator. So... They're watching what's going on here. There's two ladies sitting here. One's just watching the game. I'm just a big uh, volleyball fan. I love I love ball ball. I love the I like how they're in the what's the circles for? This I know this is I always buy these thousand dollar playoff tickets because I like the I like the the wood and the the ball and the and the so is that a fishing net? Because that's not okay. So then, uh, bam, right here. She gets up. She's like, I'm going. And you notice that as soon as she starts to get up, the security guard, look right here. So this is the moment that she's up right there. Keep your eye right here. Because she doesn't even get past the front row. Security guard's already in action. With a lane, by the way. That's how he, he or she got the angle. That was definitely uh, a Hamilton-esque route to the football. Look at that angle. Bam! Down goes Frazier, and then they just drag her off, which we will pick up over here. So down she goes. They drag her off the court. There they go. They're like, get your dumb ass. Like, they don't give a fuck at this point. They are sick of their shit. Like, we're tired of you stupid fucking protesters. Get the fuck off the court. Now, what happens is I want to draw your attention to something here. A lot of people missed this on the other video, but when this was going on, watch right over here because this is the chick she was sitting with and she's feverishly taking pictures. Click, 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 which by the way, you have to have a press pass to be able to do apparently. I don't know. That's how it was in MMA anyways. So she's getting all the action. And then what you'll see is right here. You can't really see it too well, but the people in the front row turn around and start trying to grab her camera from her. See how they're like, she's like, stop it. Stop it. Let me do my job. And then, and then now people are like, yo, get the camera bitch too. Like this dude's pointing. He's like, get that dumb camera lady. So then they all bum rush the camera lady. 
take her shit. They're like, get out of here, you dumb whore. We like our basketball. Fuck these chickens. Okay? Fuck them chickens as a staff record label and as a coop. <laughs> okay. I should take a lap for that. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Chuck Diver Pookie said, that's what I should have done to Fidel at Winner's Bar. Yeah, where were you at? Where were you at? And Fidel bum-rushed the stage with his stupid-ass mask on. I needed you to go Timberwolf security and tackle his dumb ass and drag his ass out of there. What's up, Jamal? Thanks for being here, homie. Uh, let's see. They had inside information. Oh, they did know? Somebody told them? You kind of got that feeling, right? You kind of knew. They knew something was up. Uh, it says, Stevie Bunn says, no way that was just random. Got to be a backstory. Yeah, they were protesting. Again, like I said, for the one that chained herself to the to the basketball goal, the one that the dumb bitch that tried to glue herself to the court, they're all protesting on behalf of animals. I ain't got no problem if you want to be an activist and protest. I think PETA's full of shit. I'll just be on record for that. Fuck PETA. But don't be disrupting basketball games. There's no reason to do that. There's literally no reason to be disrupting the basketball games, you fucking assholes. What good comes... Do you think when your stupid ass runs on the court or you try to fucking glue yourself to the baseline that all of a sudden, everybody in the world's like, oh my God, guys, this lady just glued herself to the fucking baseline in a basketball game. We all have to just stop and save the chickens. What are we doing? You've changed the world. Get the fuck off the court, you moron. Write a letter. Fuck, tweet about it. Give a fuck about you laying on the court. All you're doing is pissing everybody off. Fuck you and fuck them chickens. What are you doing? <laughs> well, also, they're just trying to get on me and VOD. They're just trying to get a breakdown. It's so fucking stupid. Like, go out in front of the fucking stadium with signs and pick it. That's good. Get attention that way. Don't disrupt the game. You just, because everybody there that's watching the game, I'm not going to say everybody, probably, let's go 75%. 75% of the people that are there watching that game love chicken. And bitch, if they needed to kill them chicken so that we could have more chicken later and our wings and our fucking chicken and our chicken fried chicken and our all that good Get off the court. Let me enjoy my chicken and my basketball. How much fucking attention do you need? I should have had a shirt made that says, fuck them chickens. Uh, or use the money you spend on courtside seats to play off games and donate it to PETA. Yeah, that's true. So they could go kill more animals and then bitch about it. Uh, all right. So that was your playoffs. I got all that. All the basketball's done. All out of the way. Good job, Laminac. Thanks. Good job, chat. Way to hang in there. Uh, one more time, uh, for those of you that are members of the Patreon, for those of you that are supporting the show, I'd like to point out, we are doing a pick'em contest. Or not a pick'em contest, I should say, an ESPN draft challenge. Looks like we got a few more in there, maybe. Ivan, Stevie, Demetrius, let's see. Um... There's got to be an easier way to do it every time, but I guess not. Here's the group. We got a few folks in. Ivan, Steven, Usyk, uh, Demetrius, Mata, Brian Henson, Crystal, Brandon, uh, Total Dallas, and Walt. 
and myself. And if I win, I'm going to give it to second place. And I'm going to win. I mean, I'm a goddamn draft genius. Uh, but the link is on the Discord. Uh, just go sign up. And the winner of the draft challenge, and it is by points, fuck that percent, but by points, the person with the highest point total is going to win a $50 gift card to Amazon. So I'll just buy it, send it to you, and it's yours. So there you go. Good luck, everybody. Don't forget, draft tomorrow, 7 o'clock. We'll do a little more draft talk. We'll talk about the letter. I mean, I kind of talked, gave my thoughts on the letter and Jeff Passan and this, uh, this, this unbelievable attempt to reason as, as from baseball and media and Yankees fans and Red Sox to try to reason their way out of the fact that what they did was just as bad as the Astros. And I gave several different examples of this and I'm seeing people using the same examples and I'm not saying they stole my idea. But there were several people with that were like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. And it's like, no, it's really not. If you and I commit a crime, or they're saying it wasn't the same thing, and, and it is. If you and I commit a crime, and we just use two different methods of it. I used the, the example of robbing a house. If you go through the window, and I kick down the door, we both fucking robbed the house. If you rob a bank at gunpoint, you walk in, you put a gun in the teller's face and say, give me all the goddamn money. And they fill up the bag and you walk out. And then I'm at the bank across the street and I walk in and I slide a note that says, I have a gun in my waist, put the money in a bag and slide it back to me. And I walk out. It doesn't matter that I, you had the gun and I used a note. We both robbed the fucking bank. At the end of the day, one was way worse. Well, yeah, one might be aggravated. End of the day, same fucking thing. Same thing. And it's ridiculous. And yes, I did my due diligence. And yes, I went out and got fuck the whole letter. I have the link to the whole goddamn letter. And no, I didn't read it because I don't need to. One, we didn't really need to because we already knew that the fucking Yankees and the Red Sox cheated. My favorite part of the letter, if you do decide to read it, my favorite part of the letter is that in snitching on the Red Sox, that's how the Yankees kind of outed themselves as also being cheating ass bitches. Because right here it says, hold on, right there. During an investigation into the Red Sox misconduct, so-and-so informed the Department of Investigations that the Yankees used a similar scheme to that of the Red Sox to decode opposing clubs, signs, and relay them to a batter when a runner was on second. And so it's funny that they're like, oh, it's not the same because the technology that was used, uh, no, bitch, if you used a TV or a phone just because it wasn't a fucking trash can, and a, and a, it's the same shit. It's like saying, well, so the Astros used video and then a trash can and did it live. There was no one on base, so that makes it different. No, the fuck it doesn't. If the batter is told what's coming because you used a camera to get the sign, however you get that to them, I don't give a fuck. If you're out there and you fucking fly a pigeon across the fucking field and it drops two pieces of dookie. Oh, two, two pigeon shits? That's a curveball. Give a fuck how you do it. The fact is you used video to get the sign and relay it to the hitter. I don't give a shit if you did it from a, somebody on second base. I don't, give, I don't give a shit. 
It's all the same cheating, just done a different way. And the same is true. This is the crazy shit is that some of these teams have plants in the outfield who, instead of using video, will have a guy with like a sign. And if the sign is up, if he's holding up his sign, guess what? It's a fastball or it's a breaking ball. And if he's not holding up the sign, fastball. So at least you know speed-wise what to expect. You may not know zone or location, but at least you know, oh, this is going to be a fastball or not, which significantly improves your chances of making contact. Significantly. If you can just eliminate the, the, the fact that it is or is not a fastball, that is huge for a Major League Baseball hitter. So spare me all this bullshit, Yankees. Spare me all this bullshit, Jeff Passan, you fucking Yankee cuck. Spare me. And no, the letter wasn't as damning as we all wanted it to be. But it proves, without a shadow of a doubt, it absolutely proves, zoom out, it absolutely proves that they did, in fact, cheat. And that baseball knew it. And that's all I wanted. Just fucking own it. Admit it. Uh, Alex Villanueva said, uh, basically, Beltran found a smarter group of guys to execute the plan because years in the Yankees couldn't win a championship. I mean, yeah, that was I love that. Astros Twitter was going nuts with that. So you mean to tell me that they were cheating in 2015 and still got bounced in the wild card by the Astros? Nasty Nate said baseball equals cheating always has been. It's part of the game. I never understood why people still talk about this. Hoes mad. Booty soft bitches. That's what they are. Booty soft bitches. Uh, let's see. Physically relay the information to the dugout. Also admitted that during the same period in certain stadiums on the road where the video room was not proximate to the dugout, they used a phone line in the replay room to orally provide real-time information about opposing club signs to Yankees coaches on the bench. I mean, literally it says that in the goddamn... So you're telling me that the phone is not considered technology? That you can't... Like, get the fuck out of here. It's so stupid. It says the Yankees use of the dugout phone to relay information about opposing club signs during the 2015 season and part of the 2016 season constitutes a material violation of replay review regulations by using the phone in the video room to instantly tra uh, transmit information regarding signs to the dugout is violation of the regulations. The Yankees were able to provide real-time information to their players regarding an opposing club sign sequence. The same objective of the Red Sox scheme that was the subject of the Yankees complaint. I mean, dude, that's all you need. It's the same shit. <sighs> unbelievable. Unfucking believable. So there's your letter. It, 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 I'm, I'm over it. Like, fuck them. We knew what they did. We absolutely knew what they did. All right, you guys ready? Are you ready? What time is it? It's 2.41. Are you guys ready for... And now it's time for a film session. Ah, see it! 
it is time for a film session. We hadn't done one of these in a hot ass minute, but I was on the interwebs today and I happened to come across a fight on a tweet and I was like, oh, let's see what this is about. And then I watched the fight. I was like, oh shit, daddy just found a film sesh for today because there's a really good lesson to be learned here. Actually, there's several good lessons to be learned here uh, in this very film session. Let me... Let me get it up on the... That's what she know. BB's probably here to say that shit. Uh, here we go. There's that. And all right. Now, this little Philly film session uh, is brought to you by Cholo. Oh, no, the Cholo. Uh, basically, we got this gangster-ass looking dude here. He got his little siggy sig. He's walking... He's definitely in I'm about to fuck you up mode. All right. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, let me take this shirt off, fam. I don't need these restrictions on these pythons. Let me take this shirt off so I can whip your ass. Now, what I love is if you listen, people are like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. So now I'm going to let it roll. I always let the fight roll and then we break it down. So here we go. Oh my god. By the way, if you're on Podbean, get your ass over to Twitch. It's a film session. You don't want to miss it. It's good times had by all. Get over there. Uh, all right, so what do we have here? Well, Stevie Butts hit him with the cha-cha-cha. <laughs> nice callback, Stevie Buns. Talk teaser back? I don't know what that means. Oh, tall. I think he meant tall teaser back. Well, not if they make you fight like that. All right, so my man is all cash about shit. He's like... I'm about to fuck you up, S.A. And he's, he, so he does the old, I'm taking this shirt off because I can't be all fucked up and, and uh, restricted by my outfit. And uh, so he, he goes to the wife beater. And I love that his, his homeboy in the back is like, no, 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 Frankie, don't do it, man. Don't do it. He's not worth it. He's not worth it. He should have listened to his fucking friend because now we know how this movie ends. And he's probably right. It probably wasn't worth it. So here he goes. He's a uh, boom. And then now, so there's this homeboy that he should have listened to. We get over here and he's, he's kind of like, don't do it, bro. He's like, yeah, I'm about to fuck you up now. Uh, I don't get to joke. It's probably a movie reference. Little puppet. Is that Fleetwood Max cranberry juice skateboard guy? We're going to get to the memes of this in just a second. The memes are actually better than the video. I promise. So, this is the first thing. So we're, we're, we're breaking down the, the fight. So, so he's got his hands down, folks. What is the number one rule daddy has taught you about fighting in the streets? What's the number one rule that you've learned in film sessions over the last two years? If you get in a fight in the streets, what's the number one rule, chat? What's the number one rule? Not go for the eyes. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you, a fucking... Uh, I'm gonna cat fight you. Hands down, man down. Put your fucking hands up. 
I don't give a shit if you know how to throw a punch. I don't care. The number one rule in defending yourself is put your goddamn hands up. Number two, we talk about punches and footwork and all that shit in a stable base. And yeah, we get into all that. Now, freeze it. I'm like Kenny Smith, TNT breakdown. And this is where he knew he fucked up. Do you see how his feet are crossed? Do you see how his legs are crossed? You have no balance. And my guy, the way he's squared up here, I mean, look at the difference in the stances of the fight. This, the dude in the, in all black on the left definitely has at least taken one to two fight classes, probably plenty more. Taking some Muay Thai, some MMA, some boxing or whatever. Because his stance, see see what he did with his hands? You see old boy on the left? That's somebody that knows how to fight because he's like, you're not knocking me out, bitch. Let's go. Dude on the right might be tough and might whoop some ass on the block. But he never fought a real fighter until now. And that real fighter saw those legs crossed. Look at that. As soon as he saw his legs crossed. As soon as he knew his balance is fucked right here. You can either punch or kick because there's nothing this man can do. His legs are in the wrong position. So my man says, you know what? Fuck it. Legs in street fights. We saw this. We saw kicks in street fights. Leg kicks in street fights. Oh, bam. I mean, he got behind him. And it looks like he kicked him directly in the butthole. <coughs> like he literally went for a butthole kick. Yo, my man is literally elevated. There's nothing he could do now. Oh, you know how embarrassing that is for that to happen in front of your homeboys? Do you know how embarrassing that is? Oh, look at Jay, Jay Monkey. He's in hands up, protect the button. That's right. That's the button, folks. For those of y'all newer to the program that maybe never sat through a film sesh, this is how you get knocked the fuck out. Let somebody punch you in the jawline. You'll get knocked the fuck out. And that's why you keep your hands up. So they can't get to the jawline to knock you out. All right. So my man's... Oh, my shoes are untied. I almost rolled over. It's so fast, too. Bad footwork leads to leg kick. Man down. Now, now this other part is, you know this dude knows how to fight now. You saw his stance on the left with his hands up and his footwork. He just kicked you and made you fall. What this is, and this is a good rule about street fighting, this is foolish pride. This is foolish pride. What he should have done is stood up and turned around and went, nah, fool, you ain't worth it, and walked off. But his pride, his homeboys are watching. He knows it's being filmed. He's like, ah, fool, I'm not going to let you do this. And off he goes chasing this With his hands down, by the way. Hands still down. My man is backing up. Now, notice the footwork, by the way. I just want to point this out for those of you that maybe don't see it. I want to point something out. It, 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 this is really hard to detect, but as the dude that's backing up is backing up, I want y'all to, to notice this is super important about watching fights, whether it's MMA or in the streets. As the dude in all black is backing up, watch that his feet never cross. When he backs up, he basically is taking a step back. Oh, let me see if I can do this right. I probably won't be able to do this. But as the dude is backing up, He's instead of crossing his feet like this and getting off balance like the other guy, he's basically backing up like this. He's always keeping the same distance between his feet, which is the number one key to footwork in boxing and MMA. You keep that same distance. So when you back up, 
when you take a step back, you don't cross your feet over. You move one back and then the other one. One back and then the other. And that's exactly what he's doing. That's why you know this dude doesn't fix it. His feet never crossed. And then it was night-night time. And then it was night-night time. Because what happens is, he's ready to go. My man's nice Muay Thai, MMA, and boxing. Oh boy rushes in. He does, he throw he fakes an overhand right, which makes the guy go like this. That's a lot of people that don't know how to fight. That's their first instinct. And when he does that, he changes levels, grabs a single leg, and converts it into a double. Or actually dumps him with the single. That's pretty impressive because that dude's a lot bigger. Also, this is where you know he fucked up. Because right here he's going for a ride. And uh BAM! And hits the concrete, and the rest is history. My man goes, night, night. Judges score at 10, eight round, one leg kick, and a takedown lands, and my guy is out. Fucking cold. So bad. Now, the best part about this, I mean, besides the breakdown and seeing how footwork works and fighting and shit like that, which y'all know I love that shit. Uh, the best part about this is the fucking memes. The memes, excuse me, are amazing. Okay, we've watched the fight. Stevie Bunn said online lessons on tier three Patreon. Oh, wait, I, got, I keep stepping on my shoelace here. It's getting tight. Okay. Now, the best part about this is, about, is right here. So, uh, let me go to this. Hold on. What the fuck was that? That was weird. Oh, where'd it go? What the fuck? Oh, I gotta pull this on. I gotta get full screen on this. Okay, this is. Oh, there's so many more now. Let's see. Where's the replies? For this fucking fight. I can't. Where'd it go? Yeah, these are not the replies I was looking for. What the freaking frick? Okay, hold on one second, guys. I'm trying to find this shit. Oh, yo, they got so many fights to break down. This is unbelievable. Oh, please don't tell me I'm not going to be able to see the memes on this shit. God damn it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Let me put this back over here and there and there. Uh, so now people are like, yo, this made me laugh. Dude really walked in there thinking he had it in the bag with the, with the, uh, the, thing uh <laughs> that's pretty good let's see uh oh snap is that a gun oh shit okay that's a little scary uh oh yeah there was the footwork thing people laughing at that there's one really good one though it kind of reminds me of the dunk uh meme where to go oh there's a good one 
And then uh, <laughs> got him looking like that. Uh, where else was it? Uh, let's see. There's more here. Ooh, nope. Oh, yeah. You always check for cauliflower here when you go to fight somebody. There you go. I love it. These are so great. Oh, look. They're like, no, no. <laughs> On my way to kick some ass. <laughs> ah, you got to love it so much. Oh, boy. Hilarious. Hilarious. And there was a few more. I There was one really good one, but I can't find it now. Oh, well. Uh, that was disappointing. I should have just saved him. See? Oh, here we go. Here it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, fool, it's me again. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so funny. Oh, my God. I love it. When leaning like a cholo goes wrong. Oh, my God. So good. So fucking good. That, uh, oh, oh, okay. One more, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more. Um, <laughs> one more. This is. <laughs> ah, that's so good. All right. So there's your, uh, there's your film session for the day. It is 2.55. Hey, let me go take a quick pee break before we, our guest is going to join me at 3.15. Sophia of Vocal Minds and uh, the Twitch Sports uh, accelerator program and Twitch sports. She's going to be on the show. Uh, it's going to be fun though. We got, she's, so she's in London. She's on London time. So it's six hours ahead of us. So it's like, it's going to be nine o'clock her time. She's so she was like, how long is this going to be? I was like, don't worry, girl. I'm not going to keep you for an hour and shit. So I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to give me a refill on the diet Coke. Uh, we have so much to get to and whatever we don't get to today, don't worry. Another three hour show tomorrow. Uh, I wanted to show you some of the shit my dad gave me in preparation for his death, his impending death. Apparently that he thinks about it. He's like, Hey, you want these? I was like, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll. And then I was like, Oh, I'll share that with the chat. Uh, but I still have the church videos. We got the church videos. I've got this cult leader story, which is fucking crazy. Uh, I've got some, I like a, a, a couple things about TV and TV shows and what they mean and uh, popular stuff. A man swallowed a drill bit at a dentist. Oh, we need to talk about that. And just some other random shit. Laramie Tunsil did some dumb shit ahead of the draft that we can get to as well. Uh, we can talk about the draft. I've got a cheat sheet. I've got a draft day predictor we'll look at. If we don't get to it today, we'll definitely look at tomorrow. So a ton, an absolute shit ton of stuff to get to. Plus, it's Whisker Wednesday, so when we come back from the break, I'm going to introduce you to uh, two new animals from Special Pals. But let me go pee, and you go pee or poop or whatever it is you do during the breaks. It's going to be very fast, uh, and then we're right back here. So don't go anywhere. Don't leave. I'm going to run a quick ad break. If you're if you're a subscriber, you might not see it, and uh, we'll come back. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around for this very quick break.
of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, I don't know why you'd leave and go have sex with yourself. That's rude. Rude indeed. <clears throat> uh, recap of the show so far. Fun, crazy, wild. Chat was off the meter. And uh, everybody doing a good job holding it down. P.O.P. Hold it down, baby. Mama, I love you. What's up to everybody over on Podbean listening live but not watching. I see Chris Reyes, Take 81. Eric Resendez, Titan Hugo, thank you for being here. Uh, it is a Twitch show, so make sure you get over to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Click the follow button and uh, hang out with us. You're not going to want to miss my guest. Sophia is going to be joining me at 3.15 all the way from across the pond in London. She is the uh, the producer of a podcast called Vocal Minds. Uh, she also does this really cool thing I'm interested to talk to her about in the metaverse that deals with like UFOs and UFOologists and shit like that. So I'm super interested to see what that's going to be about and get, get her uh, insight on that. Hey, Mina, what is the 565 is going on around here? Famo. Thank you for the biddies, my friend. I appreciate the 565 bits. Is there a significance to that particular number? Mr. Mina, but thank you for being here to being about to close. Oh, two hours. <gasps> Oh, that's right. There is a two-hour time limit on the bean, so it is about to close. There's about 10 minutes left, which, hey, you know what? 2.15 is about the time you want to hop on over to Twitch anyways for the interview. So, uh, sounds about right. By the way, just a quick reminder, recap from hour number one. Yes, there will be a three-hour show again tomorrow. We will start at 1 o'clock again tomorrow. Don't miss all the tomfoolery and fun that we're going to have in the first hour. Uh, and we'll go until 4 o'clock. On our normal, regularly scheduled um, three-hour or window. And then at 4 o'clock, we're also going to do the private hour for the Patreon members. So, uh, log in for that. So, yeah, busy day tomorrow. Four hours of programming. Three yesterday, three today, four tomorrow. Busy, busy day. All because there will be no show on Friday. I'll be helping out my buddy Jerome with a TV thing. So, um, tune in. Uh, tomorrow it'll be the last Barry on deck for the week. Did you change your schedule? No, someone wasn't here for hour number one. <laughs> no, uh, Jerome needed my help with an investor and some just networking and shit like that. And, uh, we're gonna, I got a, I got a meeting. I basically long story short, I have a big, very important TV meeting on Friday at 11 o'clock. And then we shoot the TV show at three o'clock. So there's just no possible way for me to do the show. And I'm not getting my ass up at 7 o'clock to do a goddamn show. So, that's why I don't do morning radio. So, uh, yeah. So, we're just going to do, we did three hours yesterday. We're going to do three hours today. We're going to do three hours tomorrow. Plus the private hour. So, there you go. All right. Let's get to this Whisker Wednesday before my guest, Sophia, joins me. It is Wednesday. It is a Whisker Wednesday. As those of you know that have been around the show for a while, uh, try to do my part with the help of uh, Penguin Katie a uh, fellow deckhead, a day one deckhead. And um, she is uh, associated with or works with, I don't know why my nose is itching so much. She's associated with Special Pals. And uh, Special Pals? Special Pals brings you the uh, Whisker Wednesday. Special Pals open uh, 
excuse me, Wednesday through Sunday, uh, 12 to 4 p.m., all the animals at Special Pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed, or neutered. Flea and heartworm prevention is up to date. It's Adoption fees range from $80 to $250. If you see an animal that you like today or you see the animal on their website, specialpals.org, just go out and get them and uh, give them a home, and they will love you forever for it. I promise. So here are your two lovely, cute, adorable, adoptable animals, courtesy of Special Pals. The first one, this is Echo. Let's go. Echo, Echo. Take Echo home. Home, home, home. Echo's about a five-month-old shepherd mix. They're not sure. Says, we think he's a shepherd mix. Omega and Amp were his cousins. Also, shepherd mixes. There were all kinds of skin and bone. Uh, they were all skin and bones. Excuse me. When they were found. And since then, being because they're fighters, uh, they were named after Star Wars clone troopers. Echo can't wait to see where he finally lands. This is Echo. On the bounce back, on the come up, a cutie patootie. Go to specialpals.org if you want to adopt Echo. Echo needs a home. And uh, I encourage you, nay, I implore you to uh, consider Echo. Now, this one, this one is, look at this cutie. Come on. This isn't even fair. What? It's a good thing Nora didn't see Jonesy or we might have a third cat. Look at that baby. This is Jonesy and just like the cat Jonesy from the movie Alien. I don't get the reference. Our Jonesy is tough as nails. Jonesy is missing a couple of toes from an old injury, but you'd never know it. How cute is that? He just is, He's just as playful and rambunctious as any two-month-old kitten would be. Bring Jonesy home and let him trick the xenomorphs and cuddle on your couch all day. I have no idea what the fuck xenomorphs is. I got to Google that. What is xenomorphs? Xenomorphs. <sighs> Alien Species Wiki. The Xenomorphs XX121, better known as just Xenomorphs or the Alien, is an extraterrestrial hive-based endoparasitoid species with a multi... What the fuck? Sorry, I shouldn't be cursing with their special pal's name on the screen. What the heck? I went into all kinds of meow meow kitty mixes. This. Now that's Jonesy. Uh, all you got to do is go to specialpals.org if you want to adopt Jonesy or Echo. Special Pals open Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. Specialpals.org is the website. Adoption fees range from $80 to $250. And when you adopt any of the animals from Special Pals, they do come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, up to date on their fleet and heartworm prevention. It's a one-stop shop. It's where we got Spencer, our cat. And uh, highly recommend you go check out Special Pals. They, are, they do really great things for animals. Uh... So specialpals.org. It's a Whisker Wednesday. It's what we do around here. I know some of y'all don't live in the city. You're not in Houston, but uh, look, it's it's what we do. Go tell it to the glue lady uh, or the, the the lady storming the courts. Have to save the chickens, bitch. Go adopt Jonesy. Leave us alone. Jonesy is beautiful. Yeah, he really is. It's a reference to the Alien movies, Barry. Yeah, I know. I know. Big Clarence said you've never seen aliens. Ah, uh, I think I, I, I mean, I've, I've seen it, but not like, oh man, oh God, this goddamn alien movie is amazing. 
I mean, I'd watch it. I was like, oh, let me see the tummy scene. Where they burp, burp the chub or whatever the fuck that stupid ass video Tooth Pete sent me yesterday was. What was it? Burp, burp the belly. What the fuck was it? I don't remember what it was called. It was dumb. Hey, three minute countdown has begun on the Podbean. I'm going to miss you guys so much. I love you. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you come over on Twitches. Get those numbers up, bitches. Jonesy was the first alien. Why do you need to name an alien? It's a goddamn alien. I mean, Elon Musk's kid is named more like an alien than this damn alien named Jonesy. That made no damn sense. You know what's crazy, though, is we're talking about aliens, and then Sophia's going to join us, and she is, like, an expert on it. She has a whole metaverse surrounding the aliens. I can't wait to talk about with her. It's going to be dope. Maybe she's she's probably seen the movie. She probably knows all the weird shit y'all are talking about. But yeah, I, I think I've seen alien or aliens. Is it alien? Is it plural? Aliens. Alien? I don't know. I, I've, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. There was a lot of movies I watched. I was just like, I don't give a shit about those. Uh, Liverpool 1-0. <sighs> give a shit about Liverpool. I don't like liver. I do like pools, but I don't like Liverpool. The cat was named Jonesy in Alien. Oh, there was a cat in Alien named... I thought the alien was named Jonesy. That's what you said. Jonesy was in the first Alien. Jonesy is beautiful, though. Seriously. Super cute. Uh, All right. Where is this? What is this? Real quick, just some boxing news. Just because I made the goddamn slide and I want to use it. And we got four minutes to kill until Sophia shows up. Or she might be late. I don't know. Tyson Fury, though, has a fight coming up. He said, after this fight, I'm walking away. And this might have been this weekend. Hell, I don't know. When is uh, when is this fight? Tyson Fury. When is his next fight? Uh, was it this last one? When was this fight? I don't even know when this uh, Tyson Fury fight. Oh, wait, was it this past Saturday, Titan Hugo, or is it this coming Saturday? I don't even pay attention. This wasn't the Engano fight, was it? No. It was this past Saturday. Was this the Engano fight? Oh, no, this is what they're talking about. Okay, I'm looking at a headline. It says Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou. What would hybrid fight look like? Nobody would want to see that. And Ganu said his next opponent is going to be Tyson Fury. I don't give a shit about these hybrid bullshit boxing matches. Dylan White. Thank you, Titan Hugo. Titan Hugo's a big boxing fan. Anyways, what Tyson Fury said, and why you may never see a Tyson Fury Francis and Ganu fight, is after this fight, I'm walking away. A lot of people don't believe me. I seen me dad do an interview the other day. He ain't going to walk away, was his quote. He can't live without boxing, end quote. But that's where they all underestimate the big GK. The big gypsy king. I can live without boxing. Now, he's a quirky dude. I absolutely believe him. This is a dude that gives his money away to homeless people. And his lifestyle's never really changed. He's a weird, quirky dude. So, I don't even know. Did he win the fight? Oh, he won. Okay. So, he's done. Do y'all believe him? I don't know. I, I kind of... 
I like boxing. It was my first love of the combat sports. I was a huge boxing fan, loved boxing, and then got into K1 a little bit. A buddy I worked with at the city of Houston in the 311 group got me into Bob Sapp and K1, which then started my journey into MMA, and I just got rid of boxing in my life because also Don King is awful, and most of the promoters are crooked as fuck. Bob Arum and all them hoes. So I don't really keep up with the sport like I used to. Hell, I don't keep up with MMA like I used to. Um, but Tyson Fury says he's going to retire. I don't know. I, I Everybody does that. I think he wants to go out on top. He is a different dude, though, and I don't think money is the thing. I don't necessarily think money is the thing, because I think in the interview he talked about generational wealth and all that. Uh, B. Anna said Bob Sapp was huge, but sucked. Yeah, he wasn't the toughest dude. If you guys know who Bob Sapp is, hold on. Let me, let me, let me show you like a Bob Sapp video. You guys are gonna be like, what the fuck? Uh, Bob Sapp versus, oh, Kimo Leopoldo. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch this for half a second. I understand this is probably gonna, whatever. Actually, you know what? I should just do a still frame, huh? This is the, yeah, let's just do a still frame. I don't feel like having to delete this shit again. Cause, cause then people are going to be asking me like, Hey, uh, who was it? Oh, Chris Mina was like, yo, what happened to the show today? I was like, ah, too many copyright strikes. But Bob Sapp was ginormous. Here we go. This is, we'll just do this. This is easier. This guy. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> do it again. That is Bob Sapp, a mountain of a man. You can see over here. Look at the difference in size between Bob Sapp and his fellow heavyweights. And he, I mean, this dude is ginormous and he's still humongous, man. Bob Sapp was ridiculously big. And he was a K1 fighter. He was just not that good. Just not that good at all. Uh, but, but huge. Big, big mountain of a man. Not a great fighter, though. So go Google, uh, Google Bob Sapp highlights. There's a few good knockouts, but but K1 was fun. That was my that was my second love. And we more like, I mean, we got to like second base. What am I talking about? We made out in the park. Boxing was my first love. Fidel said his arms look bigger than all of me. He's a big boy. A huge, huge mountain of a man. Uh, I think Krokop made him cry. Oh, that's right. I believe you're right. Made him quit at least. Uh, I do hate MMA, Fidel. What? Yeah. Oh, big shock, guys. Sean hates MMA. What? Scram beat it, kid. All right. Uh, love the guys on Podbean. Wait, it's still going. The Podbean is still going, guys. 204. How, pray tell, is it still going? Well, good for the Podbean. Rob, Rob hates it, though. Bye-bye, Podbean. Oh, I never did look at Walt's tweet. He said, check out Barry is funny. Sorry, Walt. Just kind of fucking got caught up in the moment. I got this all zoomed in like I'm fucking blind, like I need glasses. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Twitters. Did you tag me on it, Walt? Or did you send me the message? Oh, Walt sent a link. Week 17. Oh, 
This is the Kevin Harlan calls two games at the same time. Mm, I want to watch it live, but we probably can't. You know, it'd be too much of a copyright, but I, I just want to watch it. I can't believe the dude actually did that, though. That's pretty wild. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, let's talk a little bit uh, NFL draft while we wait for Sophia to join us. She should be here rolling in any moment. Hopefully, maybe she fell asleep. Maybe she can't make it. Uh, and we'll so Fidel with a guest coming up. We'll save the church videos for tomorrow. But you do not. I promise you we'll do the church videos in the first hour tomorrow. I absolutely promise you that. You guys are not going to want to miss this. Uh, it's some of the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my whole entire life. If you like any of the three and in a combination of church, Jesus, uh, the Lion King, a, 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 a toucan, Loki, an Iron Man, you're not going to want to miss these videos crazy oh the bean died oh bye bye bean i love you i miss the bean so much do you guys remember when the pod bean was live all right it's he did oh lord he did pod bean went cholo got knocked the fuck out if you don't know pod beans a way to listen live uh, all right, so let's do this NFL Draft Day predictor. Uh, I wanted to see that. Get your and this might be a good way for you guys to do your entries uh, if you haven't already. What's happened to my? Oh no! My whole sheet is jacked up. Rez, what'd you do to my sheet, man? None of my links are working. What has Chris Reyes done? Oh, that's so weird. All right, we're going to have to do this this way. Draft day predictor. Okay, here we I was like, what the? F what is happening right now? Uh, all right, so this is the NFL draft day predictor. This is pretty dope, actually. I think this is a pretty cool little tool. You guys might not like it. Yeah. You guys might not like it, but this is pretty dope. Check this out. Donna said, rest in peace, Bean. Long live the Bean. Nope. That's... Cece needs to bring her mama for the church videos. Oh. She's going to be super pissed about these church videos. If you think Cece's mom was mad that I was reading Bible verses, wait until you see this shit. All right. This is the ESPN um, draft day predictor tool you can do this shit by player pick they have a betting tool so if you like want to see hey what if you've got the 13th pick in the draft it's the texans they need defensive end qb tackle and safety they also need cornerback linebacker inside linebacker uh interior line edge rusher defensive end fullback tight end long snapper punter kicker Head coach, vice president of football operations, GM, although I'll give Casario one draft. They need everything. So this is what they're saying. These are the chances each player is taken at pick 13. 
I don't know if you can see it. Let me uh, let me see if I can zoom in a little bit for you guys. Hey, Jared, thank you for the 110 biddies, my friendly friend. So this is what they're predicting. Uh, chances that each player is taking at number 13. Charles Cross, tackle out of Mississippi State. Oh, look at Jared. He said, what up, deckheads in, in L.A. drinking beer for the rest of the week? Let's go, fam. Yeah, they do need a new towel, boy. Texans just need good Christians. Oh, God. They need Loki Jesus. They need a new massage therapist. Well done. Well done, chat. Concession stand workers, parking attendants, all that, all that. All right, so uh, it looks like the, they think that Charles Cross is the most uh, available. They think there's a, I don't know, what is this, percent chance of about 9% chance that Stingley will be available. So we can look at it another way. Let me uh, let me zoom back out here. You get out to 100, 100. All right, so let's change the pick. Let's go to player. And you can see that it says Derek Stingley's source. Best player rank 11. Kuiper's got him 12 and Shea's got him 12. And these are the picks. So pick number 13. You see there. So it's most likely that he goes 12. I just think this is kind of cool. This is a, it's a, it's a, and they use statistics and all kinds of other shit. So it's by no means a, um, a definitive resource, but it's kind of gives you an idea. Like if you were just curious, you wanted to check on a player and, and maybe like, Oh, where's, uh, where's Jordan Davis. Badass defensive tackle. Great replacement for DJ reader to fill the void that he left when he went to Cincy run stomper gap clogger <laughs> definitely not my nickname if they, if somebody was going to call me by a name it definitely wouldn't be the gap clogger my nickname would be like that tickles all right what happened what's up christopher mina so they think jordan davis might land at 14 or 17 is the most likely scenario is that he would go 17 and I don't know if they're just vibing this off of Mel Kuyper or not. But they think that uh, he might go 17, which would be the Chargers, who need uh, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, wide receiver, and a defensive end. Same is true for the Ravens. They would need a defensive end as well. And I would think if so, then he might go there. But then maybe they take somebody else. So I, I kind of dug it, though. It's just, it's on ESPN here. Let me get you... Uh, I'll put this in the chat for you guys. If you wanted to check it out, it's a nice little tool, nice little resource. See if that works. See if that takes you to the correct spot. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I uh, I liked it. I found it in my research for the draft. So just another thing to uh, check out. And um, Is there anybody that you guys wanted to look up? Let's see. You can do this by... So we know Hutchinson may go one or two. Uh, let's do the one I have a crush on, Hamilton. Most likely going to go 10 to the Jets. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. Number 10 to the Jets. That sucks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Welcome to the show, Mines. Mine said Raptors or Sixters? Sixters? Sixters. Now I'm just making up teams. You got the you got the Rixers or the Sapters? Huh? 
You got the Toronto Saptors or the Philadelphia Elixirs? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Phillies looks good. Um, I think, and I saw Joel Embiid say, hey, look, James Harden's got to be more aggressive. No. Is your cousin here? Oh, yeah, your cousin is here. Uh, I don't necessarily think James Harden needs to be more aggressive. And we look, um, mine's, uh, I'm out of Houston. I watched this cat for years shrink in the playoffs. Be bad in the playoffs. Fold in the playoffs. I think what the Sixers need isn't James Harden to be more aggressive. They need Joel Embiid to be Joel Embiid and dominate. Dominate. Now, yeah, does he need um does he need James Harden to step up? Does he need James Harden to have a good game? Yeah, but I don't think you want James Harden pressing. I don't think you want James Harden being aggressive. Harden it, when let me explain what being aggressive means for James Harden. Being aggressive means he's going to fucking sit there and play iso ball 23 of the 24 seconds on the shot clock. He's going to make your offense stagnant. And he's going to miss important shots when it's not the, the right timing. So, no, I don't think you need James Harden to be more aggressive. I think you need him to play better defense, fit within the confines of the offense, fit within the flow of the offense, and don't screw it up and don't choke. So, mine said the fans won't let it happen. Well, I don't think that they have a choice. Can't see them win in Toronto. Ah, hold on. Let me let me pull up the box score here. Let me uh, ESPN. Hey, by the way, thank you for the follow, man. Appreciate you. That was uh, very kind of you. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Deckhead community, man. Uh, is this your first time here, Mines? I don't know. I I can look and see. Was this your f- a first time chat or not? Oh, it certainly was. Well, thanks for being here, man. Uh, Christopher Mina and Chris Mina are fighting. I like it. We have we have a brouhaha going on in the chat minds. Who do you got? Do you got Chris Mina or do you have Chris Mina? Which which Chris Mina do you have, minds? Which Chris Mina do you have, chat? We're basing it just off of their photo. So this is one Chris Mina, and this is the other Chris Mina. Who you got? You got the dude in the purple or you got the dude taking a nap with the dog? It looks like a mean dog. I don't know. Mines, you get to call it. Who you got? Who's your winner in Mina versus Mina? Chris versus Chris. I'll take the band Mina. Okay. Are they both ugly? Well, guy with the dog, good call. Good call. You know, you 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 bring a dog to the fight. I mean, what did what did Chris Mina have? He had a sign that says out of service. He's broke. <laughs> Donna. Way to hedge, Donna. Donna's like, I'll take Mina. No, you don't get to hedge. Pick one. Chris or Chris. Yeah, give me Chris Mina. <laughs> Put it all on Chris Mina. Uh, yeah, guy with the dog's a good call. Mine's guy with the dog's a good call. The OG Mina. Okay. I like this. We're starting some uh, Mina on Mina violence. So mine said interested in my opinion. All right, hold on. Let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Hold on. Where is it at? Boop, 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 boop. NBA. Let's pull. I'll just pull up the Raptors and go to the sketch. Let's take a look. See right here. All right. 
So this is how it's played out. I just went to the Raptors. Um, so, and and this is the thing that I think gets overrated uh, minds a lot. And it's and in the NBA and in sports in general. I don't know. I'm not a pro. I'm guessing your guest ghosted you. Yeah, it's looking that way. Chuck Driver Pookie said OG Mina had better nudes. Fair and valid. Here's the thing about momentum, which you mentioned. It doesn't really mean a lot. If it did, this series would have been over on the 23rd. Because Toronto comes out, lays an egg three times in a row. Close game in the OT game. So if if momentum mattered, and that was at home that they lost that first one. If momentum mattered, this would have been a sweep. But it doesn't matter. It, it absolutely doesn't matter. Now, they will be at home. That's more important to me. The fact that they have home a home game left in them is important. And I are we still... I haven't seen Christopher... Chris Mina said, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know who says that? Guys that can't fight. You thought I was going to say guys that can fight. No, guys that can't fight. That don't watch the film session from the second hour. And learn how to keep their hands up and their footwork. But yeah, moment, momentum in the, in the NBA playoffs I don't think matters as much as home court. Adjustments. That's why the Nets got bounced. Steve Nash is a shitty coach. But I think what to me is the most interesting is the whole, if you're not vaccinated, you can't play. Is this still, is this still... Who was out? Um, who missed the two games in Toronto? It was... Um, shit, why can't I remember the names? I cannot remember the, the names. Uh, let's pull these up. Let's go here. All right, so this was... No, what is happening right now? Okay. Uh, there we go. This was the last game in Toronto. No. What's happening right now? Okay. Yeah, this was the last game in Toronto. I don't know why Philly came up. I thought I had the Toronto Raptors homepage up first. Uh, but this was the last game in Toronto. Joel Embiid had 21 points. James Harden had 22 points. Four turnovers isn't bad for James, but this is the problem. James goes two for eight, shoots 25% from three. You can't have James Harden doing that if you're going to give him eight shots from beyond the three-point line in a game. And and look, um, the Raptors shot 23% from three. They were eight of 34. Meanwhile, the Sixers are almost 42%, and that's great. The, if the Raptors can shoot 23% from three and still beat the Sixers, cool. But I think what you have to realize is that Joel Embiid, he's got to be more involved in the offense. If you see James Harden is the leading scorer, I'd be willing to bet you every time he's the leading scorer, they lost in the playoffs. I just, that may not be the case, but I feel like that. Joel Embiid, that's why I say when he said James Harden has to be more aggressive, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Joel Embiid has to be more aggressive. He has to take over a game like Luka. He has to take over a game like Jokic when he does. He's got to be the guy. 
right? Like Ja in Memphis. Like you just fuck everybody else. Because that's what happened with, with Brooklyn. KD needed to be the man. He kind of wilted a little bit. Don't need that from Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid needs to go out and get 40 and 15. Uh, I'm curious. So let's let's look up the let's look up each box score. So these are, so this is the 76ers page. So these are the three 76ers wins. Harden with 22. Max, oh, that was right. That was the game where Maxi had 38. Okay. Harden was the leading score. Uh, second win for the Sixers. Harden with 14, Joel Embiid with 31, Maxi with 23. Third win for the Sixers. Harden with 19, Joel Embiid with 33, Maxi with 19. Okay? So those are the three wins. Harden was not the leading scorer for the Sixers in any of those three wins. Now let's look at the two losses. Again, just a guess here. Hmm. James Harden was the leading scorer in their in their last loss. And, uh, okay, Joel Embiid won 20, so one and one. But that's that's kind of my point. You've got to have Joel Embiid. He's, he's one of the best players in basketball right now. This is the reason he's an MVP candidate. He's got to be the guy. Right, I can't believe we talked this much. Raptors and Sixers. I'll take, I'll take, uh, I mean, oh, yeah, Tybal's the one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He's the one that's missing. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you uh, Sixers and, and seven. Sounds weird. Yeah, I'll go Sixers and seven. I will deal with that. I don't think Toronto wins this series. Is that what you're saying, Mind? You think Toronto wins this series? I'd be shocked. He will need the dog, though, because he's like the same height as Fidel. Oh, wow. Wow. Shots fired. Uh... All right. Well, guys, you must be a Raptors fan. Is that the case? You're a Raptors fan. Usually that's what happens when somebody shows up to the show. They, uh... Do you remember the last time a team forced a game seven down 0-3? No. No. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Raptors. Um, was it the Raptors? Was it? Who was it? I'm curious now. Don't tease me. Oh, the Blazers. Wow. Okay. I figured you were going to tell me as a Raptors. Oh, it's Kawhi in the Raptors. Like, okay, you know, it's not. I don't know. I just don't see it happen. I, I think I think that at least this series, Sixers just have more talent. Oh, three Blazers. That's a that's a long. 2003 is a long time ago for that to happen. All right, let's move on. We got other shit to talk about here. Uh, hey, Total Dallas, if the Sixers win seven, wouldn't they be the Seveners? Oh, my God. You know you know why five was scared of six? Because seven, eight, nine. I'm slapping the absolute dog shit out of you, Total Dallas. Thank you, Potch. Boo this man. That stupid-ass joke. I ought to time you out. I ought to time you out. That dumb shit. Chris, are you leaving, buddy? Don't go. Don't leave Mina. Mina was just playing. Mina, Chris, don't let go. Chris was just playing. I'm going to use my channel points to time out Total Dallas. Oh, fucking thank you. Somebody should. Let's go. All right, what else do we got to talk about here? I did the draft day predictor, the draft cheat sheet. Oh, this Laramie Tunsil story is kind of 
Kind of stupid, kind of funny. Virginia Buttonweed said, I thought it was a clever joke. Oh, well. Say no more, fam. Say no more, fam. What does this say? There's motion at your front door. I was like, what the hell? Let me see if, if Sophia said she can't make it. Let's see. Because if not, maybe we'll do the church videos now. Twitter.com. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to check. Oh, there goes the wife checking on the door. Let's see. Did she cancel? Yeah. I think she got confused on the time. If I'm being honest. The, 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 we talked like five times about the time frame. I don't really think she had a grasp of it. So, Because I would be like, yeah, it's going to be. 3.15 my time, six hours behind, so it'd be nine. And she's like, so three? And I'm like, no, nine, 15. But so is it 9.15 yours? It's like, oh, no, it's 9.15 London time. No, no, she said today at nine her time. Yeah, it's nine her time. Well, damn it, where is she? I don't know what happened. But she might be just having... Uh, internet issues or some shit. I don't know. I really wanted to talk about the fucking UFO metaverse shit. I was so into that. Total Dallas, are you leaving, you raggedy bitch? Oh, no, he's not. Okay. Just time him out, please. Let me go talk to her. Yeah, I'm like, come on, fam. Where are we at? Well, it's almost too late now. The show's over in 20 minutes, Chai. Don't worry about it. Because uh, I'm not going to be on past four today. So I, I, I want to make sure I get the full 30 plus minutes with her. Oh, you did? Time out, Total Dallas. Thank you. Uh, yeah, don't don't worry about it. I'll 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 hit her up. I'll uh, I'll message her on uh, Twitter. I'll message her on Twitter, or Twitch, and we'll get it figured out. We'll get it rescheduled. We will get it rescheduled. There's plenty more Wednesdays when I have guests. Virginia Buttonweed is the king of the dad jokes, and that's what she says, and that's why he liked the corny ass dad joke. All right, let's talk about this story. Y'all remember Laramie Tunsil? He was a uh, first round draft pick of the Dolphins. She maybe took a long nap or something. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe she got high and was like, man, fuck that show. I'm going to eat snacks and watch TV. I don't even know if she smokes weed. Might be. Uh, hey, shit happens. It's, it's, it's all right. We got this. Is why This is why you plan a three-hour show plus a guest in case the guest doesn't show up. Oh, fuck. I got to call that dude back. T-Sean Shannon calling me. For those of you that don't know T-Sean. Former uh, lead writer for Saturday Night Live. I mean, that was a super big flex. <laughs> oh, did I drop that name? Oops. Let me get the name of this famous Saturday Night Live writer that's calling me on my phone. <laughs> oh, man. Who knows famous people? This guy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. All right, so Laramie Tunsil. If y'all recall, on draft day, he was exposed for having a video of him smoking, which, by the way, genius idea. Put a bong into a gas mask and smoked weed. And he said that he was hacked, that ah, somebody hacked me. That's not even me. How can you? You can't prove well. And they did and. I think that's the Mississippi flag, if I'm not mistaken. Because wasn't he an Ole Miss or Miss? Yeah, he's an Ole Miss or Mississippi State, wasn't it? Was he Old Miss? Not old, old. I think it was old. Is my man Crush Colin Jost? I don't know. Is it? Oh no, it was T. Shawn Shannon. 
Yeah, I know. Definitely not Colin Jones. I wish. That'd be dope. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the Mississippi flag, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Chris Reyes. Anyways, so this video surfaced on draft day, hurt his draft stock a little bit. He said, this was his quote, man, it was a mistake. You know, it happened years ago. Like I said before, somebody hacked my Twitter account. That's how it got out there, man. Uh, it's just a crazy world. Things happen for a reason. <clears throat> well, what he's going to do is he's going to take that video that was on his phone of him smoking a bong through a gas mask that was released on draft day that caused him to tumble a little bit. Dolphins took him at 13, but he probably should have gone a little bit higher. Uh, as his tunnel was projected as the draft's top offensive lineman slid down the draft board and was eventually drafted by the Dolphins with the 13th pick. I mean, that's not sliding. If you go 13, you're good. You're going to be just fine. And he is. So he's going to take that video. He's going to make an NFT out of it. Everybody's making a goddamn NFT. Uh, and he said he's going to donate. And now this is the part that gets me. It's go he's going to donate a portion of the proceeds to a uh, charity. It's at, let me see. Yeah, it says he tweeted uh, this draft night incident by minting a non-fungible token and NFT of his infamous gas mask video. Tunsil tweeted out the portion of the proceeds from the one of one NFT will benefit the last prisoner project, which supports those incarcerated for cannabis offenses. Pretty smart. I'm looking forward and excited to the future. And I'm grateful for all of those that supported me in the draft day and uh, have a, and will continue to support my journey. Signed a $66 million extension with the Texans that included a $50 million guarantee in the contract. Threw my pen everywhere. The part that bothers me a little bit. Exactly, Sean. And then Sean's our, our, our resident curmudgeon on this show. But that's kind of the part that bothers me a little bit. Like, okay. You're going to do an NFT. That's smart. You're turning a negative into a positive. That affected you on draft day. And I love that you're donating it to a cause, which is in, um, Last Prisoner Project, which is a, a supports incarcerated prisoners who were arrested or incarcerated for cannabis offenses, which I think is stupid. But the problem is a portion of the proceeds, that could be 1%, it could be 5%. I would rather see like, hey, I'm donating half. And even so, bro, you just signed a $66 million deal extension. With 50 million of it, you have 50 million dollars guaranteed. This NFT might go for a couple hundred dir max. Right? I mean, what's NFTs? There's various ones. This one this is not gonna go for like millions. Bro, just just donate the money. Just donate the whole thing. You don't need the money. And by the way, who's buying that? I still, I still, I understand kind of conceptually about NFTs. I don't understand the, the, the value of them and shit. I just like, what? But whatever. That is the world we live in now. So Larry Tunsil turning a negative into a positive. Would like to see him donate the whole amount, but he's going to donate a portion. Uh, you, you know, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad. Uh, Chai Time says she's stuck in traffic. Uh, 15 minutes. No, uh, it's going to be too late, unfortunately. 
Yeah, it's going to be late. Like, if she came, that was five minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, we're out in 15, so it would be like a five-minute interview. Ah, Just tell her we'll, we'll reconvene. I got a, a couple Wednesdays open in May. Uh, maybe we can link up on one of those. No big deal. No harm. Like, seriously. No, 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 no. Tell her it's too late because I wanted to do like a whole 30 minutes and talk about her podcast and talk about the metaverse thing with the UFOs. Um, definitely not now because I don't want to waste uh, the opportunity because I'm literally, I close out my show starting at 3.55. We are done by four. So, um, nah, I don't want to waste it. It's going to be a good interview. It's going to be a fun interview. So, um, just tell her reschedule me. I'll, I'll message her. I've bought dumber stuff. What? What's the dumbest thing you bought, Virginia Buttonweed? What is the absolute? I'm trying to think the dumbest thing I bought. If you say Beanie Babies, by the way, famo, what are you doing? I'm going to close this because she's not going to be calling in. <clears throat> I'm trying to think the dumbest thing that I ever bought. Oh, I was going to show you this too, by the way. I didn't pay for these. Sean says, I still don't understand NFTs. I can, I still can screenshot their stuff. Yeah, but it's like, you can take a picture of the Mona Lisa. That's not the fucking Mona Lisa. You can make prints of the Mona Lisa. No, because I also need too much time for the church bids, Brandon. We don't, that's, I mean, we've got less than 10 minutes now. Trust me. I got this. This ain't my first goddamn show, people. This ain't my first show. Church vids are going to be hour one, though. Don't miss hour. Don't be late tomorrow, deckheads. Don't be late. 1 p.m. start 105 because I run the five minute 106 or seven. Uh, oh, you raggedy bitch. Total Dallas said <laughs> the dumbest thing I ever bought a Texans t-shirt. You raggedy hoe. How dare you? These boys can eat. I don't know what that means. $30 at Whataburger. Jesus, Mina. Prices have gone up though. Oh, shit, Titan Hugo, I haven't even checked on my top shots. Holy shit, that's super smart. I wonder if I can still check on my top shots. I wonder if I can sell them. I need to get out from under those stupid-ass things. I like House and Katie and all them white, Matt, white Mike talk me into that bullshit. Let me sign in and see if my shit is still there. Having trouble signing in? No, bitch, sign me in, ho. Oh, ho-ass ho. Yeah, I can't even sign into my shit now. They done stolen in my money. Logging into... Di oh, they sent me a digit code thing. Bullshit. All right, I got to check on that. I invested $23 and sold everything for $800. Good for you, Tooth Pete. It's probably too late now. I should have sold it when I had the fucking chance. Oh, I'm so mad. Let me see what the value of my... Fuck. Remember this browser. Now, this shouldn't show any like. Uh, this shouldn't show any of my personal shit, should it? Next drop is at 11. No one gives a shit. Just give me my money back. Hey, you. I want my money back. This is so stupid. What did Rob say? I missed the Bubba video. Can we close out with that? Uh, No. As soon as I saw prices start to dip and they changed purchase rules, I was like, okay, time to get out. I should have fucking done that. I just was like, I just left it. I just left it. <laughs> Jen was like, no, Rob, no. 
Squirrel sighting, no church visit today. No, it's not a squirrel sighting. I'm just, uh, I'm knocking out some other shit. And that, cause I want at least 30 minutes for the, I want at least 30 minutes for Sophia's video and, or, or interview. And I want at least 30 minutes for the church videos. Uh, bitch, I got huge titties. I can make my bub bubs bounce. Okay. All right. That was fucking weird. Uh, how do I find my top shots? Uh, marketplace, my collection, my moments. I'm going to share these with you. I don't even know what I'm doing. Let's go sell them right now. Whoever sent the conductor hat needs to send a squirrel for the studio. I have a, I have this little guy. Nora got me this little monkey guy, but he gets in the way. It's not really a, isn't if I, if I put him in front, it kind of blocks the microphone. That's not good. It's like ASMR monkeying around here. I have, oh shit, uh, this is all what it's on, like a watch list? Let's see. What do I have? Newest received trade-ins. I don't know what this means. Jalen Brunson. No, oh, these are all commons. Where's my fancy dancy ones at? That's it. No more moments to show. What? This says Bullshit. I got none. I got none. I got nothing. I got a bunch of ass. Did somebody steal my shit? Please fill our survey. I swear someone stole. Oh, I got a Joel and B twelve seventy four of twelve thousand limited edition. Uh, yeah, I think this might be my best card. No, forty thousand, twelve thousand. Uh, player featured as players first available in top shot. Who gives a shit? I just want my money. Let's see. What do I want to sell? I had, I thought a pretty good one. Christian Wood, 693. That might not be bad. Need him to play better. Let's go see what that's worth. Place for sale. <laughs> Let's see. How do you do this? Collector score loss. What? I'm going to lose $12 on this bitch. Oh, look, look what it's selling for. You got to be fucking kidding me. $2. Wow. I think at one point that bitch was like almost 70 or something like that. I don't know why. I don't know why I let house white Mike. And KD talked me into that bullshit. 94.5 The Buzz has offspring tickets for $9.45 a ticket. Oh. Oh, kiss my ass. Did you really? I hate you. I sold that car for $35. $2. I feel like, though, even if I sold all of these for $2 a piece, I could still get I, the majority. I just need to do it, right? I just need whatever I get for them. I need to, I need to do it. Uh, just because some is better than none at this point, I guess. Hold on. Let me get back to my collection. What's the sorting? Newest received, oldest, first name, highest serial number. Here we go. Lowest serial number is the Christian Wood. I got the Joel Embiid. Let's see what that's worth. He's an MVP candy. My Joel Embiid. Place it for sale. It is worth. Okay. I can probably get about 12 to 15 bucks for it. 
you know, if I get, just, even if I just get my shit, my money back, current listings. Oh my God. Oh, well, that's because the serial number. I was like, oh, daddy's about to get paid. What's my serial number? 1274. Let's see where we're at. Okay, fam. I could put this bitch up for 50 bucks. I think that would be good, right? Yeah, holding on to the song. Let's let's go. How do you do this? Let's see. Price. $50. I don't know if it's going to show personal shit. Posting, processing. I mean, if I just get this 4750 back, that guy selling 1277 for 35 is a dick. Yeah, he's a moron. Heading to Dapper. Okay. Oh, uh, confirm transaction. Joel Beat, you're about to list for 50 bucks. Confirm. Let's go. Give me my money back. I think I'm about to start peeling, by the way, for my sunburns hurts. This life hurts. Let's create groups, create custom groups for your collection. No, bitch, I just want my money back. That's it. If I just sell that one, I'll get my money back. I'll be happy. Hey, anybody want to buy a Joel and B top shots? I hear they're very popular. All right. I don't think that's the case at all. How do we get on the top shots? Oh, because the dumb shit you bought. Right before we go, though. So y'all know my dad hit me up and was like, hey, son, instead of doing a will, I just want you to come over to my house and pick out all the shit you want when I die. I mean, this is a fucking weird thing to do, dad. He's like, well, you just come over and you, if you can't take it, I'll put it in the will. It's like, I don't want to do this. I did it. I've got, I got a sawed off shotgun, a couple of rifles, a couple of shotguns. And then I felt bad because he was like, hey. You want these era heads? Like, first of all, Yosemite Sam, that's not how you say it. But he, he had all these old arrowheads. And at first I was like, I don't want no fucking stupid ass arrowheads. I'm not going to lie. They were kind of fucking cool. I mean, if you think about it, this is one of the, he's like, that one's a spear. Well, no shit, Indiana Jones. But like he had this collection, he would find these because my grandparents lived out in like Belleville or some shit. And, uh, but he had like these old, uh, arrowheads and stuff like this is one of them. Oh, I need to clean my nails. They're dirty. I thought it was kind of cool. So I was like, yeah, just give them to me. I'll, I'll take them home. There's another one. That was like the chief's logo. That was pretty cool. And then he had a bunch of little ones that. You put into a fucking plastic wallet, like what you keep your credit cards in, in a wallet. Um, the only one that's like really cool, I think, it kind of does look like the Chiefs arrowhead. This is pretty dope. Yes, we're going to raid somebody, Reyes. I don't know who yet. Uh, if you guys want to find somebody to raid, let me know. But I thought this one was pretty cool. Look at that. That's, a, that's pretty dope, right? I mean, somebody sat down and made that so they could kill and uh, food. Sorry, PETA. People got to eat, you dumb bitches. Now, this one is dope for, for a different reason. Make a display. Oh, that's not a bad idea. The reason I thought this one was cool, it's not really pointy per se like a like a normal arrowhead, but look at the serrated edge on it. They, they put some time into that. The tip broke off. <laughs> Go ahead, VB. Say it. Just the tip. 
It's missing just the tip. But I like the serrated edges on it. That's that's pretty badass, actually. Anyway, so there's a bunch of them. I thought it was pretty dope. I was like, yeah, I'll take them. I don't. At least I have something when he's dead to to remember him by. I don't know. I could always remember those times you drove me home drunk from mom's house. Or drove me to mom's house drunk. Good times. <laughs> All right, so that was the arrowheads that my dad gave me. I just got them out of the trunk. They've been sitting in my car for like two weeks. Probably not the smartest thing in the world. Along with four shotguns and the shotgun shells. It's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll make a little shadow box. I don't get it. What's the joke? What about my dad driving me home drunk? How do you start if there is no tip? Total Dallas, you are on one. All right, let's find somebody to raid, folks. Let me go to the raid. Uh, Forensic Tilt is on. Kira Megan is on. Who's on, uh, let's see, my friend's channel list. My friend's list from the channel. Same two. That's the same one. Stop talking to my ear, Barry. Uh, who's this big yoked up dude? Martin Cassius. Let's geek out on wrestling. Okay. Uh, let's go Twitch Sports and see who... Who's on Twitch Sports? We gotta find somebody. Somebody good. Oh, penis. Just gonna be like that, aren't you, BB? Just gonna be like that. Let's find somebody that doesn't have a lot of folks watching. Josh uh, Toothpeat, tell me if you recognize any of these names uh, for a good raid. Here, let's do this. Uh, let's go. Chrome resize. Boo doo doo boo doo doo. Here we're like watching, uh, we're being voyeuristic here. So I'm on the Twitch sports team and we've got like Latin media. You guys help me find somebody. Oh, she's talking, but I don't know. It's uh, I don't know what language. Uh, starting soon. Games, games. I don't know what that is. I just try to find somebody that's talking sports. Is that in English? Is that, is that too much to ask? Oh, raising money. This is uh, Miss T. Jones. Type movie in the chat. I think she's watching a movie, but you don't get to watch the movie. Toothpeat had no recommendations. Fidel said I'm getting off work. Bye. Hey, later, homie. Appreciate you, fam. Viking J playing video games. What is this? I don't think that's... Uh, vamos! Uh, oh, oh, solo best of me. Okay. Nope, not... not okay. Like, is anybody uh, talking? Topic guru. No recommendation. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Oh, there goes a little cat butt. That got a little cat tail on his face. That's what I'm talking about. MMA. Uh, so, Kira's on. We raided her before. What is she doing? Oh, she's a soccer chick. Okay. I thought she did golf last time. Maybe not. That's the wrong football. Like, there's literally no one to raid, you guys. Kira's probably the best. Really? Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, let's raid this guy. Look, this guy's fucking hot. Look at that dude. Oh, man. Look at this sexy bitch. Let's raid him. That nose. If his dick is half as big as his nose. Oh, his wife's a lucky woman. You know what? That's actually not bad, though. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of proud. We're, the th we're ranked third under the Twitch sports members for numbers. Oh, they talking to? Oh, not no, that's not English. Teddy is playing soccer. Wolf Ram custom rods. Y'all want to watch this dude? Oh, fuck yeah. Good call, Tooth Pete. 
Wolfram makes custom fishing rods. That's who we're going to raid. We're going to watch this dude make custom fishing rods. But before we do that, we got to bounce about this bitch. Hey, man. Uh, appreciate you guys being here. Thank you uh, for hanging out with me for three hours again today. I know the schedule. I am a stickler. Ask Josh. We've had this discussion. I am a fucking stickler about consistency of this program. Two to four every day. All right, 202, 205-ish to four. But you know if you show up at two o'clock, some of you don't anymore, and that's okay. I'm not bitter at all. But you know it's gonna be here. I know this is a weird thing. Let me get through the week. We're back at two to four next week. Now, tomorrow, don't forget, 1 p.m. start time. We go until four, and then we do the private one hour on the tubes. While it's going down, busy day tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out how to get Dez involved. Have a great night, folks. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy the final uh, game of the Rangers and Astros. I mean, after the season. And uh, thanks again, man. Thank you for the raid. Thank you to Tooth Feet and the Tooth Troop for coming over. Total Dallas, thank you for the one bit, my friend. Yeah, thank you to the Tooth Troop for coming over. Thank you to uh, Josh for the raid. Thank you to you guys for the bits. Thank you for the support. See you tomorrow. Love you guys, man. Do me three favors right there on the side. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See you tomorrow. Enjoy the raid. Oh, this is freaking dope. Enjoy this raid, guys. This is pretty cool. Say hi. Be nice. Follow them. Uh, make them feel special like you do. We can't get to 35, you raggedy bitches. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Daddy's making a YouTube video.